This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, I'm Steve Turton. This is episode 33 of my Conversations with the Pope. If you're new to the show, we're a bit of a shambles of a Liverpool-based sports and gambling podcast. Struggling to pick a winner recently, so apologies in advance if we lose you a few quid this week. On the upside, we've got a boss boxing every show for you, as we're joined by unbeaten British super flyweight champion Showtime Sonny Edwards. Sonny speaks so openly on everything from weight issues earlier in his career to the performance-enhancing drug problem in the sport. He talks about his world title ambitions, makes a few big fight picks and even gives us his take on how Frank Lampard's handling his beloved Chelsea at the minute. Before Sonny jumps on, me and Pope spend some time on Joe Biden's inauguration. Post-interview, we get into our regular unlikely lookalikes and so-o tip of the week sections. If you like what we're doing, rate, subscribe, tell your mates to give us a listen. You can also get in touch at my convos with the Pope on Instagram and Twitter with any questions or suggestions. Nice one as always for listening. Enjoy Sunny in the show. Hello, Popey. All right, mate. Didn't know whether you were still napping or not then. Sleepy Joe. What's all that about, by the way, lads? Should we be worried, like? If you're anemic or something uh, something a bit more serious, like? Well, I texted you, didn't I? So that got me head down a bit there while the inauguration was on. Were you, uh, were you watching it yourself, were you, Popey? Again, I'm just a bit more concerned the fact you're having a daytime nap. What are you, 35? You're meant to be in the prime years of your life, man. What's up with you? Let's be honest, I'll be up editing this for probably the next... Eight hours while you're sleeping like a baby, sleeping like a baby grung. Sleeping next to a baby. I, 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 hand on heart, I don't think I've ever had a daytime nap. Are you serious? Never had a daytime nap. Oh, you've never lived. You don't know what you're missing out of. <laughs> no, I was just a bit concerned, yeah. I thought you might have, uh, yeah, been anemic at the least. But yeah, if you assure me there's nothing to worry about, then that's it. It's good enough for me. I'm on East Coast time at the moment. Pope body clock's up the wall, as you can imagine. Uh, NFL playoff season. Always a busy time of the year for me. We'll come on to all this later after we've spoke to Sonny on the if show. If you insist, yeah. Not a, not, a, not a great week for the pod, once again, betting-wise, or certainly tips that we were putting out there. But 
plenty to discuss and plenty of thoughts in relation to that, which yeah, we'll get into later on. Absolute massacre of an NFL weekend, wasn't it? I I haven't had a worse betting weekend or week for a good twelve months. I think it was absolute carnage. Really? Yeah. Ah, it was horrible. Horrible. Anything I picked on the NFL went wrong. It was disgusting. Yeah, but we'll we'll get into all that later. Have you been watching the inauguration yourself? Obviously. Little bit of invested interest my end with having sleepy Joe Biden in the in the death race. I thought <laughs> <laughs> What were you hoping he might get picked like picked off by a, a sniper, I think you said, didn't you, during our earlier exchange over WhatsApp? Well, sniper, those uh, steps were looking quite steep, weren't they? I thought that he was that he was coming down. For our new listeners, we're actually running a probably in the current climate a, a bit of a ill advised celebrity death race, aren't we, at the moment, Popey, you've got Say Tom Moore, Captain Tom yeah, Moore. I've got, I've got Tom Moore, yeah, Captain Tom Moore, as he's known by me. I've actually got, which we'll get into later on, another nomination from a listener of ours. So, in terms of listener interaction and participation, I'd say it's sort of getting on par with with the uh, unlikely lookalike or, or Keegan of the week. Certainly up there with them, yeah. So, so long may it continue, but I suppose that's the beauty of the death race. It can just could be over the click of a finger so we will see <laughs> seems to really pique the interest of our listenership doesn't it i don't know if that says how good the segments is or how perverse our listeners are really yeah more so the latter i think it's uh, yeah it certainly got them interested anyway piqued their interest of the listeners so yeah i must admit i was watching that and that was one of my biggest takes from the inauguration fancy your chances in the death race you know yeah. if those steps don't kill them today then I think just a couple of weeks in office, looking how frail he is, might certainly do the job. Would you know what caught me? How many people were there? That has got super spreader events all over it, hasn't it? And didn't Trump say this? Didn't he say, you watch at the end of December if if Biden wins, the uh, coronavirus will go away. He's been in his bunker for months, hasn't he, Biden? Campaigning from home. All of a sudden he's out there, he's hugging Lady Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) Groping Lady Gaga, do you mean? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm full air, didn't he go up, Biden? Oh, God. You want to see the poker face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. It's interesting, oh, isn't it? Brilliant. It's interesting, that. It's an interesting point, I thought. That's got super spreader events all over it, that. So we'll, uh, we'll see. He's certainly going out in the blaze of glory. Trump thought absolutely hilarious the way he's just... Used his final days in office to pardon everyone left, right and centre. Well, I wanted to ask you about the pardoning, yeah. Joe Exotic was lined up for one, wasn't he? I think Lil Wayne was on the list. I wanted to ask you if, if you had one pardon, Pope, say it was your last day in office and you could get one person off a crime or get them out of jug, who would you go with? Well, Steve, you put me on my toes here. <laughs> That's a fucking loaded question, that. Ronnie O'Sullivan's Isle fella, maybe, I thought for you. I can see where you're coming from there. I'm trying to think of some sort of, yeah, it's a tenuous Elton John link somewhere, but I don't know, you know, it's a tough one. I'll have to come back to you on that. Come back, have a little think through the show. So I think I'd go for Big John Mungrel from uh, Ross Kemp on Gangs in South Africa. Just, <laughs> just see how he'd reintegrate. He's my, he's my wife, that one, he's my wife. I have sex with him. He's my he wife. Is. He cleans my clothes. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is you, you, you're a gay man? No, not at all. He, he is a woman. He is my <laughs> wife. I have sex with him. Fucking hell, anyone cheering him for Sonny here is going to be like, what is this podcast about? 
But I'd just like to see how he gets on, really. I'd like to see how he reintegrates back into the, the 21st century society. I, I think he could be, quite fittingly, with Sonny coming on, he could be quite a good combat athlete, possibly, Big John Mungrel. Yeah, he's certainly a controversial one, Steve, yeah? So now I know the level that you're stooping to. I think it might be a little bit easier for me to pick someone. So just give me a give me a few more minutes, maybe post interview with Sonny. I should uh, should have someone lined up for you. Mm. Joe Exotic, unfortunately, didn't make the final cut. Did he for not? Whatever reason. No, no, he had a limo waiting outside the jail and everything. So he certainly fancied his chances. <laughs> he did honestly. Did he honestly have that set up that you reported on that? Daily Mail. Oh, well, if the Daily Mail Mail said it's true, then it's gospel, isn't it? Must be. If ever you need a reputable source, then there you go, yeah. What's the under-over on Melania getting off, do you reckon? Who? Melania, Trump's bird, now that uh, she's not the first lady anymore. What are you giving that relationship? Oh, right, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's a matter of weeks or months, really, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. I I think I'd take the under of four months. It wouldn't surprise me if, he, if he'd been back there, though, such as the ego on the man. Outrageous character, isn't he? I don't know, Steve, yeah. What was your sort of, from what you did see from today, what was your take of it? Honestly, I hadn't seen Joe Biden in the, not in the flesh, but I hadn't seen him in public for a, for a long time now, certainly during his presidential campaign. And he seems to have deteriorated in those months from when he was campaigning to now. We've all seen what terms and presidency or or being the leader of particular countries have done to people in the past and let's be honest you don't age very well there's a lot of stress no. with that particular role more so than than, than any other he's gonna die in office isn't he i can i can just see it You've so seen... for the first time during this death race I, I've, I've sort of I'm, I'm on the ropes a little bit fancy me chances all along with some more more so his age than anything but yeah biden i think it's a cracking show you know are you putting him in his favorite now in the death race market what did you make of him today? I don't know whether he was at times, I don't know whether he was just trying to come across as being assertive or whether he was in the early stages of having a stroke or what. I, I just couldn't make anything out. And then he had a, a few wispy ears, which kind yeah. of sort of... that Barnett. Blowing I, in the wind. I mean... It was just, it was, he looked very strange, didn't he? You know, obviously a lot's made of Trump's hairstyle, but fucking hell, that's a bad Barnett on Biden, you know? It's like, it's not a comb-over. It's like a womb-over. It's like he's just come out the womb, like he's just been born. Like a shitty little baby's haircut, isn't it? I think, I think as is the case, and I've always said this. Fortunately, I've still got my hair for the time being. When you go bald, when it's your time, just go you've bald gracefully, go. as you've, got, you've done. You've yeah. got to whip it off. We'll be getting on to haircuts, won't we? With uh, with Sonny Edwards in a minute. It's crazy how he's come about coming on the show. He was nominated, wasn't he, for our lockdown banner of the year after he sported his his pigtails in his last fight in the summer. That led to a little exchange on Instagram and, and all of a sudden he's he's got into a little back and forth with us on Inbox and he's he's taking the time to come and jump on with us and have a little gab. The Looking forward to it. Was my last one Making new friends So many new friends All in time for showtime It's my time I still won't actually believe it until I see him on the screen. So we will see. There's still time for him yet to, to, to bomb us and, and to drop out. But nice no, coming on. In all seriousness, it's it's yeah how it's come about. It's, it's mad, really, and more appreciative to him than more so than, than anyone else. Really, the fact that to be honest, he's 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 got nothing to sort of to gain coming on to a little known fucking scouts podcast. Has he really? He's a cockney <laughs> lad, and no. so I don't know what to expect at the same time. To be honest with you, I'm a little bit apprehensive. I'm sure he'd be a good guest. 
I'm into me boxing, not as much as you, so I knew who he was, but I've done my homework as well. And yeah, he likes likes a little bit of back and forth, bit of banter, so hopefully that'll be the, uh, the case today anyway. He's a sharp lad, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, speaks well. So yeah, looking forward to jumping on the line with Try to make it work, make it work, girl. Cause I make things work. Got bags for money, so much money. You never seen this much money. There he is, sonny boy Edwards. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Hello, mate. How are we getting on? Yeah, I'm good. Sorry, I just been sorting these two little rascals out there next to me. Oh. Have you got? Have you? Have you got? Have you got kids? Have you, sonny? <laughs> kind of. Well, I do. The one I'm talking about right now, but I do have a kid. Yeah, I do have a kid. Yeah, it's hard work, and it's two little boys. I've got. How are you finding it in lockdown with the little one? Yeah, I found it better to be honest. If I'm honest, because. I think lockdown was the first time I really got a chance to spend a lot more time with Chance, my son. Like yeah. I was having three or four nights a week rather than one or two. So I enjoyed it for the most part. I enjoyed it for the most part. But so it's been a good thing for you. That's good. Because for me anyway, I'm having to work from home. And then I've got I've got two. You see, I've got a Dylan who's two on Friday. And then Louis, who's going to be five in April. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be glad of the break, to be honest with you. <laughs> This this is like every week. This Sonny, the Pope loves a moan about the kids. Absolutely hates his sons. Uh, yeah, I know. What you mean. Sometimes I want to punch man in the head, but obviously I'm into that. I don't think that'd do great things for your boxing license, that Sonny. So I, I don't nah, back that. No, but he wouldn't tell no one. <laughs> what about the dogs, mate? You do a bit of breeding, don't you? I've been seeing on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a little team of us. I'm just sort of one of many. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, one of a few, should I say at least. Um, to be fair, the other lads are set up and based in in Liverpool. To be fair, yeah, so, yeah. yeah um, but yeah, we got uh, we got some of the best American bullies, the Reds, anyway, in, in the country at the moment. So yeah, um, you look good. The, yeah, the bitch came a couple of days ago, and now I'm just teaching her manners. She's already got my the bigger boy under complete orders already. Yeah, complete orders. He's been trying <laughs> to get Lego in the last two days. And she ain't having none of it. I, I've had a few relationships like that, Sonny. I'll be honest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, we, 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 Sonny, we've got to start really with what's brought you on our, our little podcast. It's a mad one, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was giving me stick for what I can't remember. We were, yeah, well. That's what I made sure I had my hat on this time. Well, and what's under there? The pigtails under there, or what? Nah, nah nearly. Uh, oh, get... You've had your wig shot anyway. That's what... He's only jealous anyway, Sonny. He's got hair envy. I know, yeah. I've got, I've got got hair, so I'm booked in tomorrow. Booked in tomorrow. I was meant to have it this morning, but my barber let me down last minute so uh, Sonny before Steve gets into it sorry I don't, I don't know whether uh, you mentioned that you're our first non-scouse guest on the show is that right yeah so if, if you do need any subtitles at any point nah, I mean, screen, just, just let us know I've, I've beat a few of you so I can I can kind of uh, understand what you're <laughs> you understand the whining then yeah like I said nah, some of my best friends in the world are from Liverpool so I, I spend quite a bit of time in and out of the city I've boxed there a few times as well you, you won a, yeah, you, did you win a silver up here in the amateurs, Sonny, back in the I day? Won, I won the senior ABAs the first year in Liverpool and then the next year I got to the final. Yeah. I got to the final twice, I got to the final twice. Yeah, and you spend, I think you spend a lot of time in the North in general, don't you? You've got mates with Pat Barrett's crew, with Zelfer yeah, and Lyndon yeah, yeah. and that. Yeah, they're my people. Um, Lyndon's a good friend of mine, has been since the, the amateur days. Zelfer was not, I've known for a while now as well. And mm. then, yeah, I've... Pat always has me down on his shows. He's actually been in my the the opposite corner, right? As well, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a couple of times actually now, Pat, actually. Now yeah. I think about it. They're flying, um, aren't they, at the moment, Pat's lads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's put the years in, do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's good. It's nice to see. Like, I mean, obviously me and Lyndon both had our debuts on the same day. Different countries, but it's just it's just funny we just happened on the same day. Yeah, so yeah. we both come from, from the start together, do you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. been, it's been good to see him get to this point now. I'm proud of him as a friend and as a, as a fan of boxing. I'm, I'm interested to see how far he can take his style, do you know what I mean? Because he got past yard easy enough, so I'd like, I like to see where he goes next. And with one arm as well. It was actually yeah. a, it was a tip of the week, wasn't it, Popey, on the podcast? We had Wayne Smith on, his yeah. uh, corner man that week. So he was breaking the fight down for us, and we, we did sip it up. One of one of the very few winners I think we've had on the podcast, and if Popey yeah, that. I, I win a lot, so you need to get me on more. Well, well we're going to get on to that. Well, yeah, yeah, Steve mentioned that. You're all right when it comes to betting, which is uh, something we're not, you see. We're a betting sports co- podcaster name only at the minute. Obviously, I'm not allowed to bet, so I don't bet myself, obviously. Yeah. Just, yeah. People that are close to me, I give them my knowledge, and what they do if that is, is... Is up to them. That's Hopefully, it. you can share some of that wisdom with us. Oh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Later on. yeah, there should be a few more fights getting out soon. There should be a few to pick holes in, definitely. Go on, Sonny. I wanted to ask you, how's, uh, how's Frank Warren? I know he's, he's obviously been suffering with the COVID. I think he's out, out of hospital now, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if I'm perfectly honest, I feel like most of my um, contact with Frank is, is done through my management. Um, nothing personal, it's just how I like to dictate my business. I think. If you get too close to people, it's hard to see things objectively. So, I did hear that he was in 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 in, in hospital when I did uh, pass my, my my management my words to, to wish him the best. Because obviously, I'm in in the middle of you know a transitional stage in my career right now. You know, mm. um, yeah, I think it's not been no massive secret, but I've been a free agent. Um, well, it's it, it been a kind of a secret. I've not announced or said it anywhere, but there's been, the whispers have been there. The, the, Whoever has been watching me is probably caught on, but yeah, I feel like I'm at the I, end of that. I did. You mentioned that, Sonny, and I wasn't too sure on on the promotion front. You you're still with MTK? Yeah, yeah. I mean, MTK have had me from my first day, and yeah. I, and, I, and I'll be sure that they have me till my last day in boxing. I mean, um, they've been good to me, yeah. so I'd like to repay that favour. Good lad. Any um, uh, any word on any any BT shows starting back up? Yeah, I mean. I'm in discussions. I mean, I can't say too much. Like, I really can't say too much at all. Mm. Um, okay. I'm in discussions to try and get out at some point. I don't know whether it's with BT. I don't. I, I don't really know. I'm letting my management decide. Yeah. 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 from this point, I mean, I know they're the the best in the business. So you know, I just sort of leave it to them. <laughs> leave it to them. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I've been told. I've been told just to keep my just wait and expect. So I'm in the gym training. I don't really know too much to be no, honest. It'd be no. nice if I did. I think they know they can't really tell me much because I'll keep saying it otherwise. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, trust me, MTK told me very little until the last minute. Trust me, I don't know anything. I bet you can't wait to get back out there though because I think it was August, wasn't it, your last fight, which is obviously where you won the uh, the lockdown barnets of 2020 with your, uh, yeah. with your pigtails on. That was back I mean, in August, I, and wasn't I only, it? And I only needed one appearance to do it as well. I mean, you were these fighters, I don't know why. I mean, some fighters, I think I saw three or four fighters in, in 2020. I don't know why that was. Yeah. 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 Some what? fighters have been extremely busy compared to the, the other fighters in the state, but I don't know why. I mean, yeah. I mean, I could name a few, but I probably don't need to. Probably, you know what I mean? There's just a few fighters that get out every other week, I think. Yeah. But, it's a strange one. How are you getting on with the weight, Sonny? I've heard you in interviews in the past say that you can go up and, and in between. and 
how are you managing that with this lockdown? I mean, I like to challenge myself, so I feel like I like to put on as much weight as I can in between fights. Yeah. And it gives my opponent a little bit of a chance more. <laughs> the Ricky Atten no, way, no, yeah. No, to be fair, you know what it is? I'm an inherently quite lazy person. Yeah. I would say that, like, I'm not like I'm very lazy. You know, everything in my life has always been the easiest route to doing what I need to do. That was my mental, like, into the point of probably like a mental illness. So. Yeah, yeah. I will literally not eat any good food for in between fights. I've, this is what I've done in the past. Yeah. Like literally takeaways until the, the moment I get a fight day and then just eat healthy until my fight. Like yes. it's very like, it's a real, it's like must be a borderline eating disorder. You'd, yeah, you'd think, fuck. But, but I mean, now I'm in a bit more of a stable time in my life. I mean, I'm settled down. I've got someone cooking meals for me. My, my, my weight's good. Good. It's nowhere near as bad. So, so. You might see her pop up in the head, pop up in the background, but she's yeah. keeping me fed right. So good. The takeaways haven't been seeing as much of me this year. And I think it's so good for your mental health as well, isn't it? Eating the right stuff, the shit you put in. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm I'm a weirdo though. Like I know some boxers, like my brother per se. Say as soon as he starts touching like sixty kilo, yeah, his head starts going a bit. He's doing six mile runs. I mean, he's yeah, looking at yeah. in the mirror. You see me. I'll hit 63 kilo. I'll be looking, looking at my belly, just laughing. <laughs> I'm terrible. And I'll be like, oh, I need to get, I need to, I need to, I need to pattern this. But I always do. I've never, I've never missed weight. I'm always professional. Mm. But I have been, I've been, you know, making more of an active attempt to reel it in a little bit. Uh, Sonny, just looking beyond, obviously, sort of the domestic scene, uh, your weight, uh, super fly, weight class, some big, big names out there. You've got Chocolatito, Estrada. How close do you feel like you are away from sort of world title fights? And what are your aspirations? Have you got any sort of timeline in mind as to when you want to build up to that? Yeah, as and when. I mean, we've been trying. We petitioned to go for the WBO when it was vacant. Um, I was number four at the time. The number one said yes. The number two didn't want to fight. So the number three was waiting on, and he said yes. If he didn't, I was in next. Who was the one, Sonny? Who was the Japanese lad? It was McGramo was number one, and Nakatani, who won it, was the number three. Acosta was the number two, who didn't want it, the Puerto Rican. I was um, going to say, it's a compliment to you, Sonny, isn't it? Mm. That you've got people who are above you, or clusters being above you, who are ducking you anyway. Oh, no, in that sense, no, sorry, in, in that sense, no, no, that, that wasn't a duck. I mean, it was just the number one got the offer if yeah. he wanted to fight. Number yeah, three. right, right. You yeah, were just yeah. down the number pecking order a bit. No. If the number three said no, then number four would have got off. So that one is... Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I, I, have been yeah, trying, yeah. I have been trying to become someone's voluntary. I mean, um, I was ninth for the WBC. I think I've slipped because I haven't fought in a few months. I think I'm 12th now. I'm sixth for the IBF. I'm second with WBO. Like, I'm knocking on, on, on the door. I'm ready. And it's just been hard. But I mean, the, the opponents that we've been talked about, I'm not sure if you've seen me mention it. I was offered... Um, Mohammed Wasim, if I would fight him, you know, on my side, this is obviously very low level talk. Yeah, would yeah. Fight him? I said yes. A week later, I ask, "What's going on with that?" It's a no go. He said he's getting married and then Ramadan. And I mean, yeah. Um, I know I've, I've got uh, Muslim friends. I know that's not for months. I mean, <laughs> you could definitely before camp and fight. You've been training now. He's so pulled the Ramadan card out, has he? Yeah. I think he just 
Yeah, I think he's just like, yeah, nah, let me focus on my personal. I don't want to fight, yeah. especially not that little bastard, because I already sparred him and punched his head in my nose. Like, being serious. Like, yeah. But um, I've been calling him out every time he's fought, every time he's mentioned. And um, about six months ago or something, he put a tweet out at some point saying, I would be... Sonny and Charlie Edwards on the same night or something. I'll knock us both Fucking hell. <laughs> Keep all, saying, then, yeah. all I'm saying is now I'm constantly calling you out every single time you fall. Where's that energy gone? Because now it's non-existent. Yeah. Talk Doesn't want to know. I tweeted him the moment he won his fight and I don't think he tweeted for a couple of days if he didn't want to tweet in the same day and flat mate. Like, do you know what I mean? You've got him rattled, yeah. You've got him rattled. Yeah, man, I've got him rattled. But he's, uh, you know, yeah, keyboard warrior, man. These, these fake champions. Uh, he says he's a people of pack... He's done, but they deserve better than that, man. They deserve much better than that. He ain't no king. He ain't no king. Okay, no. Right, yeah. Sounds a little bit like yeah. Popey with his bell you shouts that, don't it? Keyboard <laughs> warrior. <laughs> Do you know what it is, yeah? Because I know I'm 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 the biggest little bastard when it comes to I know I am. Sonny, you can talk like my motto is, yeah. Because I know I probably said some borderline, you know, scandal. Not, probably not scandal, but controversial, definitely. Mm. But because I throw so much shit in the wall, it's like nothing ever stands out. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just drown it out. Anything that I ever say, like, aim towards a fighter, if I mention a fighter's name or I'm ready for the phone to ring, yo, fight off. And because mm. I've called him out, I'm also expecting, yo, I'm not going to get the best offer because I'm chasing the fight. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. never ready because I couldn't have me going, yo, fight me. Someone turn around and go, okay, and then me just run off. Like, no, don't make sense. No, no, no. Of course, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you, do you remember at school, yeah, when you think, now nah, I'm going to front someone and think, yeah, I'm going to have you. And then they turn around and go, go on then. And you half and think, ah. Oh, Shit. I feel like I'm not that person. I'm ready. I'm ready. You will ready, back ready. it up. Yeah. yeah. Someone like him, I think Wasim probably thought when he said that he would knock us both out that we'd have been scared of him. Mm. And that is really not the case. Like, I think he's a bag of shit. That's a bit tough. That's it. Like, yeah. yeah. See, Sonny, I'm the opposite. You see, I, I can't back it up. I just give whoever gives shit to on here before <laughs> Bell, you, Daddy Matthews. Yeah, just hopefully they won't pick up the phone and call me, yeah, because I haven't got much yeah. to back it up with, to be honest with you. I might have to give you, know you the bell, Sonny. You know what, I've realised at a very early point in my life that I'll see a lot of things that I wouldn't like to see on the screen yet, but you know my day-to-day life? Yeah. Like, I have a good life. Like, mm. like my, my, my day-to-day life, I'm happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't have people just run up to me in the street and go, your hair's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Sorry Is that about right? that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm good, do you know what I mean? Like, so that's why... That's why, in, in all honesty, that's why nothing that's ever said on a computer screen will ever affect me. Like, no. I've had to work on fake accounts. I've had people saying, like, my mum's a spastic. I've had people Fucking saying hell. everything in between, like, that my, my, my child's got, what is that, um, fetal alcohol syndrome. Like, what? Like, yeah. When they're bringing the kids into it, yeah, that's fucking weird. But you know what? Draw the but, you know, but you know what? Because I understand that when you're looking for a screen, I'll come from a generation where we proper like when i was first on computer screen it's when it was first brand new so i've gone through the whole yeah and always been into it. so i know that i remember when there was like chat rooms that was just anonymous no one could use it like, you know what i mean it's like yeah this yeah is the world we live in. if you give someone an uh, anonymous blank screen it's very dangerous of how their mind would work and yeah. that's the funny thing and on the internet even though you might never get to know who they are you can just see how some people's mind works and yeah interest that's why a lot of the things i say on there i just say to be different and be controversial and i don't believe but that's part that's of, it, yeah. but that's part of your job, Sonny, is that you're in the business of self promotion and getting clicks and getting attention. No, How much do you need to put in and, and kind of play with the criticism and go back and forth with people just for the uh, for the self promotion side of it? No, it is. I think there's that side of things, and now I've kind of 
you know, it's kind of crazy, like, not in any, like, forced way, because it's kind of just happened naturally. Like, now I seem to have, like, a little army of people, yeah, that, you know, if anyone would be negative to me, there's loads of people just jump on. Yeah. You know I mean, it's quite, it is quite funny to see sometimes. Like, say if I put someone on my story, oh, for days I'll have people, like, screenshotting, yeah, look, I was giving them, fucking, yeah. Yeah, 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 little sunny army. Kind of so I've got, so that's one side of things. But that's just me, generally, because I feel like, we're as an athlete expected just to be there in the spotlight. Yeah. And everyone just if they want to praise you, they can praise you and you've got to take that. If they want to hurl abuse at you, you have to take that. Do you know what I mean? You don't mm. really get like no say. So if you just start off like me and just start giving it back straight away, there'll never be a point when it's like you're you're speaking out of turn. I, I'm a normal human being. I don't protest or I don't want to be a role model. I don't claim to be one. I mean, I get paid to have fights. Like, I don't know how much of a role model you can really be in like a general everyday. Like, don't get me wrong, I understand as an athlete side of things, but I'm not trying to be everyone's role model. That, no. Do you know what I mean? I'm, no. I'm just going to be who I am and enjoying my ride. That might sound a bit selfish. No, stay true to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's obviously re- re- refreshing to, to hear that. Well, if you got it, you got it. Now, if you don't mind. What's this Eddie like then? He's a fucking thief. You're pretty good when it comes to to betting. Obviously, you mentioned there that you're not allowed to bet well, yourself. Well, making picks. The matches, which is fair enough. Yeah. Making I mean, picks, yeah. We, and if just someone to... decides to give me a drink out of what they earn. <laughs> <laughs> so just looking ahead, there's obviously quite a few few big fights coming up. I don't know whether you've got any odds to hand state, but just go through a couple of fights and if you just want to do a pick them. Is there who you fancy in each? Would that be all right? So I think we've got three fights here. Yeah, Sonny, four, four fights I've got here. Let's get you the big ones. Let, let's get your opinions on them. Tyson Fury, four to seven. Anthony Joshua, seven to four. Apparently, this has been agreed again. I think Eddie's agreed it five times this year, hasn't he? I don't know why he has to keep announcing it. Like. <laughs> he loves it, innit? Yeah. <laughs> he must get those new followers every time he does. <laughs> who are you picking there, son? You know what? That's a hard one for me because it involves personal. Right. I mean, it involves people that I know personally. And, like, on the AJ front, like, I've got a lot of time for, a lot of respect for, and then a lot of love for, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's someone that's been good to me. So, yeah. The, the way so, I've always weighed up, I generally had AJ as favourite always up for a long, long time. Yeah. Because. See, I don't, I don't want to be too controversial, but I think if you really dissect Tyson Fury's career, it's hard to give him too much credit any time before just the Klitschko fight and a bit before that do you know what I mean a, mm. it was a very stop start career of not the best performances not entertaining remember this was a man that Eddie Helm was once saying is the most boring heavyweight that's like ever lived do you know what yeah, I mean he was, yeah. he was real life saying he would never tune in to watch Tyson Drew fight you'll forget him you won't find them interviews that them now because they've been wiped off the planet of the earth now they're building the biggest fight in the world do you know what I mean yeah. but for me like when, when you build all that, them things like I think Fury has really had a steep learning curve and I think everything's just hit the right time. I think up to this point, apart from the the last two years, maybe even the wild and now is when I've really, you know, favoured maybe and not even me actually personally, that I say that wrong, where you people would side with Fury. Yeah, yeah. But mm. the one thing that I will always say, this is probably why I would side with AJ on my prediction. AJ for me has always the banana skins that I've seen with my eyes have always been the short, stocky, robust heavyweights that yeah. look like they should never be in the ring with him. Does mm. that make sense? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the way the through. Bijani and the amateurs, like yeah. five foot ten, <laughs> big fat guy. Mm. Like, no, 
and then he was I think he might have stopped him or something or, or, or do you know what I mean it was like he's look at Takam Takam people overlook Takam don't they so this is for me I think AJ the way he boxes will always have a lot of success against someone up in yeah. the same and I think at that you know like giant versus giant I think AJ is incredible and, and, and I do think for that reason that Fury is not going to do what he did that had the most successful Wilder mm-hmm. was the irky jerky feints because all Wilder did when any of the arm movement was coming was go back in a straight line and not throw anything yeah yeah. literally it was the same repetitive repetitive it was literally every round was Fury doing this then clubbing him around a couple of and moving out he's going to come being very I think forward against AJ I think he's going to with this new comment knocked out Wilder I think he's going to try this very quick and I think AJ will just have that little bit more structure a little bit more poise to him and a little bit more size that will kind of negate that and then the fight will open up wow could be a bit of value here 7 to 4 by the sounds of it 7 to 4 Sonny yeah but I mean that's just my opinion and you've got to remember my heart's a bit in that one because it is yeah I like it it's it's good it's good insight though it definitely I'll tell you what go on sorry Sonny for me but for me maybe one part of it is because I've always favoured AJ and I've known him both for years and years I am a big believer in you're the same fighter getting in as you are getting out. The only thing is that your mentality changes mm. and it depends what you go with there. That's what really changes fighting. But obviously, you're, you're the same two arms, two legs. You know what I mean? It's yeah. what happened there that can take out. You're not anything yeah. that really. Do you know what I mean? So with that, I feel like the reason why it could switch now is because the mentality changes. Fiori's like mind, yeah. AJ's had the... The, the the Ruiz but he did come back from it so he did overcome that demon so that was a big check mm. Dumb Pulev check so he might have a role on confidence he's a very confident guy and a very hum- humble guy so he, he probably will but Fury probably has this ear around him right now of invincibility which don't get me wrong can go one of two ways in the heavyweight boxing of course because you can get overconfident can't you yeah and when you box the way you did where you do like Yep. You can always walk onto a shot at that level, do you know what I mean? This is this at is that it. level, that size as well. These are like genetic superhumans, do you know what I mean? If you really like look at them, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not your average I said one walking down on the street, like so if you take a shot from a, a trained person that's dedicated to life to so, like AJ yep. has, like Fury has, you're gonna see fireworks in it. Yeah, these heavyweight boats, obviously, yeah, that's why it makes them so unpredictable. See, this is but this is why I'm good with my picks, yeah, because I never look to bet. Until I see a fight pop up, and then I look at the odds and think the bookies have got it wrong. They're the only bookies. They're the only bets that I'd ever look at. Yeah. So 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 you go value, Sonny. I only wait for a fight to come up, and I could name so many fights that I've picked and have won clear. I'll tell you what, stay, stay for for once for the first time, possibly on the podcast. Put your money where your mouth is. What you what you'll do here, a little charity bet, even if you want all of four of Sonny's picks in these fights. Do you want to put, what, 50 quid or 100 quid accumulator on? Yeah, 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 okay. I mean, I, I was thinking more that I was going to take the Joshua bet off him, to be honest with you. Oh, I thought you were trying to take money off me. Oh, no, see, nah, see, I can't bet on my friend. No, I know. Oh, exactly. I know you can't. So, what, what we'll do, Steve, what we'll do, you've recently done a bit of work for charity. Yeah. What was the charity name again? Shelter. Shelter, okay, yeah. so put 100 quid accumulator on Sonny's four picks. Okay. No, no pressure here, Sonny. Yeah. No, and then you donate the proceeds to, to Shelter Charity. Okay, now, super. All right, okay. So four draws then, yeah? Four draws, yeah. 
Can I? <laughs> Four draws, Sonny. We'll be building a new COVID hospital, won't we? I think no, we're fucking... all, all I'm saying is, all I would do is go for a few of those four rounders and get some good draws in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get on the draws uh, yeah. there. When you know it's on the feet, you get some good draws in there. Well, he had a second fight then, Sonny. Tank Davis, 4 to 11. Ryan Garcia, 15 to 8. Tank, tank, tank. Yeah. yeah. How's he going to beat him? I think by decapitation. Don't get me wrong, clenbuterol is a hell of a drug, you know what I mean? It's one hell of a drug. <laughs> okay, okay. Controversially. Okay. I don't know, they're, they're, they're allowed it over there though. We was told, us as British fighters was told to accept that their, their camps allowed it. Look right. My brother. Fuck. My brother. Yeah. You know... Get out now. Well, see, I seen Kovalev got busted this week, didn't he, Sonny? His fight's off at the end of the month. Is it off at the end of the month, yeah? Yeah, yeah, he's been... I don't know if it's a weight cutter he's been using. I don't want to put you in a compromising position, but how rife is it in the sport? It feels like now you're kind of guilty until you're proven innocent almost in boxing. That's mad. I've never seen it in front of my eyes, that's it. You right. Know, honestly, yeah. Yeah. And this is on This is on my baby's life. Mm. I wouldn't know what an actual steroid is. It's not actually what it is. Like, I've yeah. never seen it with my two eyes in person to touch that's on that's on my baby's life mm. on on god i've never i've never seen i've never seen anyone injecting it so i don't i don't know how these people take it i don't even know where to where you'd even think about getting it no and that's on my baby do you know what i mean so for me you'd think nah not everyone's doing it it must be a couple but you hear stories people come back from america and say fucking hell, everyone on them in them gyms you're on it these are conversations i've had with big level big level fighters big level fighters well-known fighters that have been based over there for over a year and mm. said, yo, everyone's on it. Can I, I'm going to put my dog in the... Desk. Yeah, go yeah, on, mate. Go on, go on. So, Steve, yeah, what, what, what type of chance does it give British boxers going over to America if that's the case? This is it, and oh. you can <laughs> tell... We keep going over there and getting bashed up. You can tell a difference a lot, can't you? Sonny, this is it. You wonder why we go over there and all get bashed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we had this conversation after uh, Luke Campbell got beat last week by Garcia. And we didn't really, we, we didn't address the subject of drugs that we, we have in the past with Canelo and the Mexican meat and what have you. But with, with Campbell, we were looking for reasons as to why, obviously, there's a, there seems to be a little bit of a disparity between no, American mean, and British boxers. I and mean, maybe that explains it. It might be controversial and you can say, oh, I'm just bitter because my brother got bashed up by Martinez and all that for it to go over there and get beat. But it's mm. like, my brother, whatever happened to him, happened to him, yeah? Fine. He got hit late. He got his belt gifted back. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But, why do we have to find out six months later that he's found a drugs test and then for the WBC chairman to go, but that's a, bear in mind, it's the same drug that Canelo was banned for six months. They've been the biggest star yeah. held a ban for six months over. Yeah. But now, <laughs> Martinez, who just punched up Charlie, basically, in, 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 in one sense, in that last 45 oh, seconds. Oh, it was, he was violent, wasn't he? He was violent yeah, there, surely. What I'm saying is, we have to then hold and accept our... Oh, yeah, it's all right because one Mexican man said it's okay. Because just because he's in a position of that, like, like come off it, like and I've position got a of power, yeah. Because he, he showed my brother a lot of love, but at the same time, it's like you can say whatever you want. These boxes are multi, multi, multi millionaires. Yeah. If you can't eat meat without it being contaminated, move the fuck out of Mexico yeah. and go train somewhere else. Like, why have we got to deal with? All these fights pop, pop, pop for all these mad things, and it's just like, but that's all right because bear in mind, I'm not sure if this is a joke, yeah. Because I've actually tried to look at I don't know if it's a joke or what, but they apparently that Eddie Reynoso's brother owns the butchers and it's a family butcher. Apparently that's no cap. Fucking that's hell. That can't be. Fucking but, hell, man. But that is what I've genuinely heard. Like, you know, articles, and I don't know if it was just like a joke that caught on and then it got to that. But 
I don't know. El Botchers, yeah. All right, then, if you're going to say they can have Clenin, why don't you just say Clenin's not a banned drug then for the rest of the world? Mm. If they're going to have it in their system, you might as well just say, okay, if we can't stop it from that portion of the world or bits of the world, well, let everyone have it then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's what's doing? Oh, but then they try and say it's not performance enhancing, so why can't I go and buy some Clenbuterol, which I'm pretty sure people use for performance enhancing, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't be banned. And I know nutritionists, yeah, science, like, like people that have studied, what is it, Oxbridge University's, like, doing serious degree mm. nutritionists that have, that have said in order to get the amount in their bloodstream through contamination of digestion, they would have to have ate like kilos upon kilos of contamination. It's bullshit. Meat. Yeah, it is bullshit. Because, of the way dissolve, because the way it would be able to dissolve into your body, do you know I mean, you'd have to be like a, an absolute extortionate amount. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That would but, be unreasonable for anyone trying to make weight. But like, Sonny, is, is it a case that by banning a fighter, by pulling them up, by putting the sanctions in place, too much money is going to get lost? Nobody's making any money yeah. if a fighter's out for six months, a year, eighteen yeah, months. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, it just seems like with that Clem Booter all thing. Last, last thing on there, that, that 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 specific one is Canelo got the ban for that exact drug. Yeah. For whatever reason, he needs that. We don't know, clearly know how good it is. For whatever mm. reason, he needs that, so that can't be a problem for him again. Yeah. So when people when they've used, they wait for someone else to come. However many months later, they wait for that next person to pop. And it just happened to be from the same stable. And then all of a sudden, I thought, oh, it's just uncontrollable. It's why, not admirable, is it? Why is it only it? like three, why is it only like three or four Mexican fighters? Why is it not? Everybody. Like 70, 80. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All from the same, the same camp, yeah. Exactly. Why is it only three? To, you know, fuck off, mate. It, nah. it pisses me it makes my blood boil because I get up, yeah. I get up, have my wheat a bit to wake me up in the morning and go and do my training and then... Yeah. If I'm being good, I'll have some nice food. If not, I might get a take. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you do buy you do buy the book. Me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like I, I I couldn't do it. The moment I need something in camp or yeah. after the weigh-in or at any point in the ring, whatever. The moment I need something, yeah, to to make a difference between me and winning from anything else. Yeah, yeah. I'm not good enough to box no more. I need to might as well get out. That that's the way my mentality thinks. That's boss, so sunny. I'm that deluded that if I had three goes at anyone in the world, I'd beat him twice. They might yeah. beat me that once and I might never get the other two, but in my head, in my yeah. head, I'd have beat him the next two times. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it just sounds, that sounds like it's standard practice over there anyway, which is disappointing. But let's get through these. So you've got Tank Davis at 11. Yeah, he's taking time. Joshua 7 to 4. By the way, Popey, can you knock the timer off this? Because it's going to go off. Can you see that? Remaining time. Remaining meeting time. I'd have to upgrade to pro, so you'd have to get your hands in your pockets for one stage. So that's not going to happen, is it? So <laughs> go on, with it. And you can, you can rob some off the charity then. <laughs> <laughs> you can get 84% to give to charity. That's what happens, Thomas. <laughs> I mean, I, I never said there was the Marcus Rashford of fucking Liverpool, did I? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, now. So what's the next one, Steve? This ne- is a real pick, a minute. Yeah, the next one is the Lopez, uh, Tiafimo Lopez and Lomachenko rematch, if it happens, Sonny. They're both even money. That's a hard one. Fucking right, yeah. Because it's not going to be the exact same Lomachenko, but is the Lomachenko we've got now got enough to beat the Lopez we've got right now? Mm. Right? It's hard. It, for me, it's hard. It sounds like Lomachenko's pushing for it and Lopez doesn't really want the fight. He feels like he's done his job. He might jump up maybe. Even. I really do think that is because in spout between round 7 and 11, I think Lopez probably really become aware of just how good Lomachenko yeah. is. You know what I mean? And if he was firing at that, that, the whole fight, which he has done with many fighters, then it would have been different, different 
right? Do you know mm. what I mean? For whatever reason, he just took a bit long to get going and then sort of fell off at the end. Maybe, but maybe he's like got to that the peak. Maybe he's on the, the slide. Everyone has it. Then, yeah, you know, he might have that next resurgence. You know, this might because mm. obviously he's been having everything his own way for pretty much the whole of his boxing life. Yeah, mm. yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. If we have to push you for the pick, Sonny. Um, probably Lopez. Oh, 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 Lopez, Lopez. He's gonna get better in the confidence, and and for me, mental confidence of someone that already believes it. Yeah. Once they've now seen it, is 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 a different like he's done it. He's done it, so he knows now. Yeah, he's done it, so he knows. He already believed the whole time that he would be that he would be, and he's already believed that he was the best in the world for long. But now yeah. other people believe it. It's like. Yeah. It, for me, it should give you a boost. Yeah. Or, I, I don't know him. But a fighter, but, but, but Sonny, a fighter as smart as Lomachenko, as he maybe downloaded the data and he's like, right, I can fucking do this fella now. Once I've seen him <laughs> once. Know, that whole download the data is so cliche because really, if you think of it, the last round, who had the full stop? Mm, mm. Who had the full stop? Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe if it was eight round to 12, Loma, 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 all the way to the, maybe I'll be thinking, yeah, maybe you just, he just, it's clicked. And he knows that I can either beat him now. But why was there that last round where he got beat more than he any did. of the rounds he yeah, just won? Yeah, yeah, that was the clearer one, yeah, as you say. Exactly. Exactly. Point. Exactly. And then the fourth, for me, is the tastiest of, of, of the lot of them. So, uh, we're, so we're taking Lopez, Crawford. yeah, and then go ahead and the fourth. So we've, got, so we've got Lopez, that's even money in it. Yeah. So I, I, hope you're, uh, I hope you're adding this up, Steve. Yeah, I'll throw it on. The, uh, overall odds is. I'll throw it on later. Uh, and then the last one, probably for me, is the, the best out of the lot of them. Uh, Crawford, Spence. Spence. You know what? I would have always favoured Spence, but his body's gone for a hell of a lot these last 12 months. But I would have always said, I think, that it would definitely have been Spence, just a bit more the size, mm. and I just rated him that little bit more. But with this, I think, and Crawford hasn't put a foot wrong, and he's just. No, he hasn't. He's underrated, isn't he? As mad as it sounds, Crawford. He is underrated still. He just hasn't and got that mark. He, he hasn't got the mark he win, has he? Crawford. Mm. No, but it's because no one wants to give it to him. And yeah. I, I mean, he's at a much higher level, but I can understand where he comes from. Like, you know, when you're actively trying to fake these fights and they just find reason after reason, it's like, mm. then you get then get capped. Because, say, if you're the highest earner of the cap that will fight you and all the higher earners are above you, yeah, yeah. What earnings cap to what you bring to the table? You eventually need someone else to bring a lot of food to the table to make the big money. Yeah, you know I mean that. Otherwise, you're always just bringing your worth and then paying the purse for the other person. And he's just over mm-hmm. the wrong side of the track, isn't he? It's just all the welterweights for the last five years. I've been over with Adam, haven't they? And he just hasn't had a marquee yeah, fight available. Like, maybe to him. if he was a bit more marketable, there would have been more moves on him. Or so mm. maybe that's the reason why mm. he's been there that long. Because Bob Aaron was probably paying him more to try and eventually get him there and think. There's not too much more. This Spence fight would be the last one to really. If you don't, if he won that and then didn't become a superstar, it's like yeah, you're not. There's nothing get down for you. No. So you take. <laughs> are you taking? What you need to do, and that's not no problem on him because I think he's entertaining. Yeah. He's like funny. He's charismatic. I don't know what it is that just don't. Something fit. doesn't happen. Yeah. It must be something. Do you know what I mean? It just has to be. There's got to be a reason he's not as big a name as yeah. I think I, I think it's a dance. We just discussed then. I think it's a dance partner. I really think it's a dance partner. Are you taking Crawford or Spence, Sonny? Right now, I'm going to edge towards Crawford. Okay, okay. So, that's so what have we got here, Steve? I'll give you the odds. You add them up. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Get your calculator out, sunshine. Wait there, wait there, wait there. Hang on. 
Definitely a drawing, one of them for them. Do you think? Well, we'll do a save. We'll do a saver on the draws, then, eh? Yeah, hang on. I should have been. I should have been knocking this as we go here, yeah, right? Okay. Come on. So you're taking Terence Crawford. You're taking Lopez. You're taking Tank Davis. Tank. Yeah. Hang on. Joshua. Because you know what? Some of them fights, they're like, because they're such a good level, but there's a lot riding on the fighter. That's when the draws, they're just the mad decisions, they're coming at them fights. There's so many back-to-back there, isn't there, really? Right, that's a nine. That's just under 10 to 1, accumulated that. So, 100 quid, Sting? 100 quid, I'll get it on. Yeah, 100 quid, I'll good get lad. it on. Okay. And that'll go, good lad. that'll go to charity. And then a little what, five or ten are on the draws, something like that. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a little lucky 15 on the draws or something. And it's a chance for 2 0 at the other end. And it's put away by Madison. A loop ball, he kept running into the box. Not one of his most spectacular goals, but a very important one. And it's left to two, Chelsea nil. Just getting away from, from boxing, I've heard a vicious rumour. That, yeah, now down to the real talk of it, you're a Chelsea fan. Yeah, for better or worse. What's going on there lately? I don't know, mate, I don't know. It's a transitional stage we're going through these last couple of seasons, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We've been in worse state, so we'll get there. Would you persist with, with Lampard? I know he's a club legend, rightly so, for what he achieved as a, as a player, but do you think the managerial jobs may become too soon for him? or um, Maybe another season after this, definitely, I think. Because he's only really getting to grips with his players. I mean, it's early on, especially bringing in a lot of talent from different leagues. It's, it's hard to just expect them to just gel. And they're playing a lot of minutes, you know. Mm. Zayek, Havertz, Werner, they're playing a lot of minutes. Werner's not obviously been performing and that's been sort of adding to it. You know what I mean? When you invest a lot in a and put pressure on him. This is the problem with Chelsea. And I think we do it a lot. We invest in the star striker. And don't get me wrong. You always start. You always want to be starting your star striker, but what they do is they they will sign one and they put a lot of importance on the new man. We've seen it with Torres, you know. What I mean, we've seen it time. We've seen it with Shevchenko, yeah. with Chris. We've seen it countless times. They, they they do it. Do you know what I mean? And the one that always ends up doing good for us is the one that weren't expected too much, like a Drogba, pumps for even like a Jordan. Yeah. The last few seasons has been scoring and scoring and scoring when we've needed him. Yeah, times we've won trophies, he's been heavily involved. Sonny, on the transfer policy, what's the sketch there? Are, are these Lamp, Lampard's requests, the players they've brought in? Because he seems to have signed a load of players who are very similar or play in similar positions. Yeah, and... No, they are probably players that have been eyed up for a while. I mean, I know for a fact Wern has been linked for a fair few years. Well, to, to a lot of clubs, but I mean, they're players. some of these players are players that, you know, are desirable when they're in the market. A lot of clubs are going to snap them up. So. Yeah. I think Chelsea, with the 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 break in the, you know the two transfer break, I mean, I feel like they knew they needed to jump on with with, with with a few big players, and I feel like they just tried to invest heavy. And has it worked right now? Clearly, it's not working. We're probably in a better we was in a better position last year with mm, with the with younger our, lads. Uh, yeah, it's too early to say though. Still, they still needs to be like a bad and period of sorts. But we were saying, Steve, weren't we? We likened it to a. To a kid on Championship Manager, Chelsea's spending spree in the summer. They seem to be buying a lot of sort of similar well, players in similar positions, attack-minded players, and they weren't paying too much attention to the defence. And now you eventually got Thiago Silva, who's obviously in the twilight of his career, but we didn't really make much sense of it at the time. And 
and the sort of I suppose those those comments are proven to be right. But it's still early days. There's still plenty of the season left as well. We're not even halfway through the league. It's a very so tight, plenty it's of times to turn around. That's a mad league. league that is making it look a lot worse for a few teams as well. When you look at it and there's like 10 points between like 11th and top or whatever it is, it's like there's a lot of movement. Three game runs and three, like either way of putting you You're right. top four yeah. or top two or, or, or top 10. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's, it's, it's literally that black at the moment. So yeah, And we are halfway through the season. It's not always like that. Sometimes there's big gaps. But mm. it's, it's, it's so, a good season, definitely. But I feel like if Chelsea landed top four, I'd be very surprised. I, mean, I don't, I don't, I can't see it this year. Not from this position with the the players we have now. But it's frustrating because there's there's bits we're playing good football in, but it's just everything's a bit forced at the moment. Nothing's yeah. really getting too much. It's like we've got creative players that are doing like aesthetically pleasing work naturally, but mm. the final third is not there. There's a lot of late. The, the, the times we are winning or getting a point, it's like last minutes. It's like yeah. scraping through. Mm. We're getting tranced by some teams. What Villa beat us, didn't they? You know who else? There's a few of them. Do you know what I mean? Don't talk to us about that as Liverpool fans. Jesus yeah, we got Christ. beat seven two by Villa earlier this season, didn't we? Side. And do you know what? My missus is um dad's a Villa fan. Yeah, so must he, be made though. He was all over, he was all over <laughs> the them games, but they're, they're a good side. They're doing well this season, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing very well. Yeah, with Arsenal or, or not Arsenal? Who's Who's got four games in hand? That's yeah, they've got loads of games. Like, and they, do you know what? I watched the first half of the City game there. They held their own again. Villa could have nicked a couple of goals. Like, yeah, they are a good side. You've got a little revelation. Is it, is it, is it, whatever, whatever he does behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy footballer is a dangerous one, apparently. This is it. Yeah, I'm talking about stuff that goes on behind closed doors. Can't let you go, Sonny, without asking you as to whether you know about this. But we, we made a recent revelation on this podcast a few months ago now. And it was actually revealed to me by my mate, a mutual friend of mine in Steve's. Uh, he was round at ours watching the football before lockdown, of course. And it was the Chelsea game at Stamford Bridge at the start of the season. And uh, next minute, Lampard come up the screen, come on the screen rather, and my mate just went, have you heard about him? And I went, no, no, Ted, what, what do you mean? Like, And he said, uh, have you not heard about his undies? I said, what do you mean? He said he wears boxies, doesn't he? So that the smell of his farts don't get out. And I went, what? <laughs> he went, yeah, he wears boxies so the smell of his farts don't uh, don't come out. And he said, what type of man doesn't like the smell of his farts? You can't trust a man like that. So anyway, we, we, we took it as a throwaway comment. I mentioned it on this podcast, just thinking it was just, just something funny we made to come yeah, out with. Yeah, but yeah, there's actually yeah. more to it. Steve, you've done a bit of research into this, haven't you? Uh-huh. I think you're looking at investing in a pair yourself. Yeah, his missus apparently was on board with them. I don't know if she had some invested interest. What was the name for them, Popey? Something... Chemical Warfare Undies. Chemical something... Warfare Underpants. What, what do you make your manager wearing a pair of uh, jockeys like that, Sonny? Well, <laughs> well, you're about to find out something about me. I wear boxes on two, two, two days of the year. Right. The days that I fight and the days that I weigh in. I don't wear bucky. You're commando. What are you talking commando like over? Speedos? Yeah, yeah, because... Bucky smugglers? Yeah, no, no, nothing at all because you can't leave them nowhere then. <laughs> you, you, you can't get in trouble then. What about you? Hey, your missus isn't in shot, is she? Nah, this is from my past. This is that why I'm in it. You know what I mean? This is... You know, too many times dipping out of little estate windows and then my friends are coming over and that. You know I mean? You can't leave them nowhere then. <laughs> Don't leave a trail, Sonny. Don't leave a trail. Hey, it- that evidence... 
Just a couple of last ones before we wrap up, Sonny. The time you give us here is boss, mate. Honestly, really, yeah, really appreciate it. Good, yeah, good crack. Yeah, um, it's, we mentioned the UFC there. Any picks this weekend? Do you do the UFC yourself? Any interest in the MMA? Nah, not really. Not, not really. really. I feel like I feel like I've got I've got choice opinions on UFC and and and, and the way it's run and the sport in general. But do it, don't worry, very entertaining. Mm. I do I do like it, and I just feel like. The way the sort of the, the business setup really puts me off. You okay. Know, you sort of have one entity that basically bullies fighters into mm. slave contracts and, and Right. It's kind of, I don't like it. It's like one man playing God and thank God that there wasn't thank God that boxing took so long to build and it didn't happen in five, ten years because otherwise boxing would be the same. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Playing devil's advocate to that, though, Sonny, I, I, I see what you're saying, definitely, and I've heard that discussed before, but do you not think, uh, obviously, the viewer and the fan of the sport it gets the better fights more often, gets closer fights more regularly than, than we You've see We've mentioned this several times, haven't we, on the podcast, Steve? That yeah, there okay, are sort of more competitive fights in the UFC. I know, but you know when then you look at the purses, if you take like the absolute superstars that like someone like Conor McGregor is, mm. don't get wrong, it's still a lot of money. <laughs> I'm saying it as if it's not a lot of money. Like, <laughs> like but when he was getting like three millions, yeah. two million, and he was the, one of the biggest athletes in the world. Mm. In the world, yeah, without yeah. a doubt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. Floyd could jump in with a kickboxer and get 10 mil or whatever it was. You know what or I mean? a YouTube yeah. sensation or whatever. Yeah. Fucking yeah. the next fights, which is. So what I mean is like, so. But, could, but but that's only down to the way that business is set up. And it's not always going to be like that because once everyone's got out their contracts and then there's people like Conor McGregor, there's people like Khabib, there's people who now can make their own thing because they've got the finances yeah. and the name and reputation to take them. That's when we're going to start seeing more rivals. You know, like There is some Bellator, but mm. it's like these fighters never fight each other. It's not like my stable, their stable. It's like, if you're not over here, you're not fighting us. You, know yeah. I mean? you have your own belts. Like, what you should do, you should do, you don't make no sense. It's not like, it's yeah. not, it's like they could, Dana White could start saying, oh, uh, triple threat matches if he wanted to, who can stop him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> certainly has got the tradition, obviously, of, of boxing, but, yeah, as I say, we have mentioned it a couple of times, haven't we? From a spectator's point of view, there does seem to be more competitive fights on it on a weekly basis. And certainly from a betting point of view, Sonny, we, we've gone on a lot through. We've gone through UFC cards and we've gone through boxing cards at the same on the same weekend. I know what you're saying. Fighters obviously aren't as protected over there. They kind of get launched in, don't they? And it's sink or swim sort of gear. But from a betting point of view, I think these latest Eddie Aim ones... Uh, I think Zelfa's one to fourteen to win. I think the headliner Josh Warrington's one to fourteen to win. If you go down the UFC card this week, I think there's like ten fights, uh, pretty much four to nines, ten to elevens, four to five. Do you think yeah. boxing somehow needs to get a little bit more regular competitive fights? What you're going to eventually see is UFC start changing because I feel like back in the day, you probably did see all this in boxing, literally. Yeah. The one in America said, who's the best over in England? Yeah. Let me go fight him. That's what it would have been. You can pay me this much? All right, then. You know what I mean? Mm. It's uh, it's getting spoiled over years of bigger purses and stadiums and pay-per-view purses. And and UFC will eventually catch up with that. Yeah. Because now it's like, all of a sudden, it's like everyone would want the, the McGregor fight. And it's like, say there's someone that beats McGregor and, and then... 
someone wants to fight him, people are also going to be like, well, he's been McGregor. I want X, Y, Z money to fight him now. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. It does happen. You see fights get to the top of the UFC and then it starts getting benched. Everyone wants to fight him, but at the same time, they want their money and they think, I bring all this to the table. So, yo, he don't even deserve this. You know what I mean, mm. it's already started getting to that. That's why you see McGregor out a year at a time now. Like, if it was back to the, the contracts that Dana had McGregor on when he was three, four times a year and on 500k purses, then 800k, then, do you know what I mean? If we would still be seeing him three, four times a year, let me yeah, believe you, yeah. you know what I mean? But now when it's yeah, like, exactly. I'm my fight, I want six mil, it's like, okay, shit, how are we going to make this happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in COVID. So I'll go make my own one. In the, I'll go do a show in Ireland, yeah. get the biggest stadium we've got, and then yeah. 100,000 people there, and then mm. do that to you, fucking Dana, right? Uh, and he can do that any time, and he knows that. I mean? But he just hasn't yeah. yet, has he? Obviously, come over to fight Floyd, and I felt like this retirement this time was maybe him going, right, I'm going to do something myself. Masvidal kind of retired and walked away a little bit, didn't he? But then he was back on Fight Island show. Mm-hmm. Do you think it is just a matter of time till they go independent? They do this retiring thing probably to get out of contract, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They retire, don't, bo- don't fight for a year, and then they're out of the contract that they would have been in, and now they can come back. Oh, I'm back, big buzz, do you know what I mean? Mm. And, Mm. Yeah, I mean it makes sense if you know you're not going to fight because you know your contract's not going to let you're not going to agree to a you're not going to agree then it's just one of those things that you're just going to see out you know what I mean yeah, yeah yeah. and just just to finish on boxing as well Sonny before we let you excuse what have you got on tonight by the way you playing Mick Conlon and all that you've been playing online uh, yeah you? me and Mick Shakur's jumped in Dalton Smith's jumped in Lyndon's jumped in there's been a few man it's been good Popey might have to join you with his headphones he's been yeah, saying he looks like a gamer <laughs> No, I, I don't have enough time to play any uh, computer games, Sonny. This, I look like I'm back in my call centre days here, though, with me uh, <laughs> yeah, with no, me I just wanted to ask you, what's the best live fight you've ever been at, Sonny? Um, what's the fight you want to see made the most in 2021? I've, as you can probably imagine, been to a load of live fights now. Um, personal reason, it would be Charlie versus Rosales. Yeah. Um, obviously, the personal reason. Yeah. Um, but for the fight... Maybe Tete versus Casemiro. Now I read the, the fight I enjoyed the most because okay. one of those picks. You know what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. You know one of those yeah. eleven to four picks. Yeah. Any way, and then something like a seven to one knockout. One of them little touches. Yeah. And me and my brother, obviously Charlie knows how good Casemiro is. And yeah. me and my brother was front row for that fight, and okay. obviously it was a Frank Warren team Tete promotion. So. We was obviously cheering for Casemiro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. Obviously, they beat Charlie, but he's always made an effort to keep in contact with Charlie. He didn't need to do that. That's, that's you know cool, I mean? isn't it? The measure of the man, really, isn't the, it? Yeah, of course. One yeah. of the first people that messaged Charlie when he won the world title was Casemiro. Like, the, like he had a message from him on Facebook. Do you know what I mean? It was like top man. That's yeah. why when Charlie was like going to his change room, it was like actually have like a nice respect. Do you know what I mean? It pure was, class. Like, Charlie yeah. be trying to like bum lick him. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's made effort. Do you know what I mean? It's nice, man. Pure so, class. Like, I, I'm a big fan of his because even when Charlie said he was fighting him, I was like, he's good. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, but we're that way inclined. Where it's like, so, so we, we you can see he's good and yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. want, like, yeah, we want it. Yeah. No one likes to lose. I'm the world's worst loser. But like. I would not go into something, but the only reason I would not go into something wouldn't be because of I'm scared of losing. No. I mean, or shame or embarrassment because for me, it doesn't come. I'm I'm a, I'm a champion just that I'm living, doing my dream. Do you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and providing for kids. I'm a, I'm a champion way past getting in the ring and winning or losing. Like, I promise you now, if I stop making money as a 
uh, a boxing prospect on the champion side of things. I'd go on the road to feed my kids. Trust me, I would. And yeah. I, that, that for me is the the champion. Trust me, like trust me, I want all the belts. I want the legacy. Yeah, you're gonna get them if you deserve them. If I don't, yeah. I'm putting money in between. You know what I mean? I so, think. Yeah, I think. You I like your philosophy. Yeah. Once I start going on the road, I'll change my my, my fighting name to Saint Kells. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Rinse out my record, then it'll go right down. Top man. So 2021, what's your dream fight, Sonny? Who would either you want to fight, or what's the fight you'd want to see the most in 2021? Um, I would want to fight Martinez in 2021. Okay, boss. Yeah, definitely. No, no shadow of a doubt. Let's get it out there. Let's call him out. Times I've tagged Eddie Hearn in, in tweets, man. You don't look at them, man. All I'm saying is these fighters have had everyone else, yeah. And no one else has been as high-ranked as me when you really think about it. Maybe, like, overall, do you know what I mean? Or they've been around the same spot. Look at Selby, look at my brother, look yeah. at Jay Harris. Like, weren't no categorically higher than me. And profile right now for this stage of my career, where I'm looking at, where I'm going, it's like... Why am I not getting the, the chance? Especially with the built-in backstory, like you yeah. can do it over here, you can do it over there. It will make people watch. I'm sorry if you saw a little Edwards versus Martinez pop up. People are getting excited. Definitely. I don't care what you say. I do not care what you say. It'll be a lot of people. Ninety eighty-five percent of the people saying Sonny's going to get his ass knocked out. You know what I mean? But there's going to be that little fifteen, yeah, that are getting the seven-to-one <laughs> unanimous points odds. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, we'll be part of the fifteen. Oh, deeper drink. After that fight, we'll be part of the 15. We'll, yeah, and Steve, do you want to send Sonny your home address so we can get some tickets to us for the fight anyway? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to wear both pigtails, though. That's yeah, right. man, I'll do that. I'll, yeah, I'm up for a laugh. I'll like, struggle yeah, a bit, like someone I can do extensions, you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll have to get one of your mum's wigs, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sound. We'll work on that. Sonny, absolute as Buncey would say, pleasure and, and a delight for you to come on with us tonight. And, no, uh, no, couldn't appreciate it anymore, really, honestly, Sonny, yeah. And we'll really, stay on top. about the South is a bit of a madass at the moment. Nah, I think which, I've, oh, no, I've got kids coming out my ears, dogs coming out my ears. <laughs> and I'm in the process of moving house, so it's just been a, it's been a whole... It's that's a why it's, over there. it's just... No, you, you, you're the top man anyway for giving us your time anyway. It's much appreciated. So hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. And if you win any more awards on the pod, then we'll uh, we'll let you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for my award. I thought I was getting there. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah. Steve. Yeah, well, we've got we, we've got a, we've got a creator solo to send you, and we've got <laughs> you'll have to send us your address, Sonny. We've got a little, yeah, yeah. We've got a little air clipping uh, set here oh, for you. Pink, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's perfect. Nice. Can you see around here? Yeah, look. See that? That's going in there. <laughs> next year, next year, vast array of belts that I have on display. Yeah, I'm in my private collection, you know, the British. Oh, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Commonwealth. Rob Dow's still got another one in, in private collection. Put it right in there, Sonny, yeah. Pride of place. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure, genuinely, I'm not just saying this because, you know, you're a guest on the show, but I think talent-wise, I think you're right up there, Sonny. I think you're a nightmare for anyone. And I think the world title, when you get your chance, it's 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 a matter of time, mate, definitely. As long as you stay away from them takeaways. As long as they stay away from me, and we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good lad. Nice one, Sonny. Spot Take on, it mate. easy. Have a good night. Catch it online, Sonny. Yeah. Take it easy, Stay man. safe. See you later, see you later. Big love, mate. Ta-da, mate. Bye, bye. Went through dramas along the way. Went through dramas along the way. Let's take a look at Ray today. 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 Showtime. It's showtime. I love how as soon as we get a guest finished, 
we go right off video. It's like we just can't stand the sight of each other. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, my thoughts exactly, yeah. It's only so much of that those little beady eyes I can take. You talk about me or Sonny, yeah? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's very sinister looking at times, aren't you? <laughs> like Bob Durst's eyes, the jinx. How good was Sonny, lad, there? Hey, terrific guest. We're getting a bit spoiled for guests, aren't we? Sean Powell had ab- absolutely everyone in, in bits last week. Hilarious and... Yeah, I listen to a lot of boxing podcasts, Popey, you know, like the Nuthouse Boys, our mates, Bunce Costello, Woodsy yeah. over at Everlast, Mulvaney and Rask in a showtime. I've not heard an active boxer speak that honest and openly for, for some time, really. Mm-hmm. ESPN, here we come. This could be the one that could catapult us into the, uh, into the big time, potentially, Stephen. Just be happy with your fight tickets for now, Popey. You're getting something back for all your efforts on this podcast anyway, aren't you? Starting to... If you don't ask, you don't get. Ultimately, obviously, I, I, I posed it to um, to Sean last week. So guest list for life, apparently. Uh, if he's true to his word, which I'm sure he will be, although he can never trust the blue nose. <laughs> and then obviously, Sonny, yeah, tickets for your uh, for your next fight, not a problem, boys. So yeah, as I say, if you don't ask, you don't get. No, you are absolutely obsessed with these freebies, aren't you? Then uh, you know, Godspeed. <laughs> I've got to get something out of this day. Ultimately, Godspeed. I'm not getting anything from you. Apart from at our time, deadlines, all this carry on, can you do this, can you do that? Putting pressure on me when, you know, I'm a family man of four and I'm confined to these four walls in my house. So I've got to get something back for all the aggro. I just thought the enjoyment of doing the show maybe might be enough and that was enjoyable, lad. <laughs> that was an enjoyable hour with Sonny, that though, lad, wasn't it? He was, he was terrific. Incredible, Steve, really. I can't believe... The fact that he's he's come on, I know obviously it's it's been discussed between you and Sonny for a couple of weeks now, but he he owes us absolutely nothing. He doesn't know us. No. You've had a little bit of an exchange with him online. Obviously, we've we've given him a sort of tongue and cheek award, uh, but he, he doesn't know us from Adam. Whereas with our other guests, we sort of you knew or there was some sort of link. Yeah. So I can't believe, yeah, someone is sort of prominent. In domestic boxing and beyond, really, as 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 and, and a lad, he's not even a local lad as well. Has has come on and given us as much of his his time as he has, and as I say, absolute credit to the man. And yeah, really appreciate his time. And yeah, hopefully he'll he'll come on again in the future when he's a when he's a world champ. Yeah, we'd love to have him on again. Yeah, and some serious nuggets from him as well, Popey. You know, his his weight problems, his mindset, how, how openly he spoke about that, drugs in the sport. Some mm. some incredible topics he covered, and not with much prompting really. He seemed like he. I think he's an open book, Sonny, isn't he? And what you see is what you get. And he likes to. Uh, he likes to air his air his grievances, doesn't he? In in public, like when he gets a chance. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't, like you said, didn't need pushing on it. He was just quite open and and honest, as uh, as all good interviewees are, really. And I tell you what, as well, he's just away from obviously the interview and just just him as a as a boxer as a. We haven't really touched on it. I tell you what, he's a talented boy. Oh, yeah. I'm not into me boxing as much as you. I'm, I'm more of a casual fan. Obviously, in preparation for him coming on, I was watching some of his fights and just the absolute, absolute dismantling of uh, Ryan Farag, the, yeah. the, the, the Scouse boxer. What a performance that was! I know it's, a, skill. it's a small sample size to go off, but I think he can go into bigger and better things outside the domestic scene. And, and I'd, I'd certainly think he'll get his world title shot mm. in the not so distant future. We could be there if we're vaccinated. We could be in the mixer. Well, I was actually going to ask if I can be part of his entourage for the ring walk, but 
I thought as an initial interview goes, let's one step at a time. Like so, maybe that'll come after the uh, the second time we get him on it. What a what an ask! What a request that is. You fancy holding his belts, do you? Walking down. <laughs> Imagine how many mates and family members he must have, like the childhood friends, and then there's me front and centre. Expectant to carry in his uh, to carry his belts into the ring. I think it's probably more likely that it, that your mind is dogs in broad green, maybe while he's in camp. <laughs> <laughs> and we we got to meet a couple of his hounds, didn't we? And you can check out yeah. Sun, you can check out Sonny's pups and breeding over at at Show City Dogs with a Z on Instagram. Uh, as as he was saying, he's got into the breeding game and he, he's got some pups there that he's that he's getting together. So yeah, if that's your thing and you fancy a. A new hound to walk in lockdown. Get yourself over to at Show City Dogs on Instagram. Yeah, who's walking away? Uh, what, what did he say? That his dog weighed about thirty-seven kilos. Like it's half his weight, isn't he? I think is he sixty, sixty-seven kilos. Sonny, his fight. I weight. thought the one. So he had a, he had the, apparently the pup, the bitch in his in, in his arms during the interview. Yeah. And what, what was she like? A few months old. I'm sure she was thirty-seven kilos. Huge, absolute mate. beast of a dog, like. Can't thank him enough, can we? Popey for jumping on no. with us, and and as I say, yeah, um, we'll be pinging him the podcast, and hopefully, hopefully his fans and his his little army he was speaking about get a bit of a kick from the listen, and I think he's got a couple of new members in us, hasn't he, Popey? Without a doubt, yeah, and 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 if that's reciprocated, likewise, if we can get a few of his uh, loyal loyal followers to, to to start listening to the podcast, then even better. And I did notice as well that you've already had a retweet. Earlier this week, Tuesday, from MTK, yeah. who've got, what, 80,000 followers on Twitter, and that was obviously good of them, and yeah, any ongoing support, as I always mention with these guests, I didn't really want to mention it to Sonny directly, but yeah, it would, uh, would be much appreciated. I don't know what you're more obsessed with, guest list and freebies, or retweets, uh, I can't. <laughs> For someone who's not on social media, I've got a... An unhealthy obsession, yeah, with retweets. I don't even know what a retweet is, to be honest with you. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Shall we move on to our regular features, Pope? Should we jump right into the unlikely lookalikes? If we must, yeah. This girl, she sort of looks just like you. She even smiles just the way you do. So innocent she seems. Small bash this week. For any of our new listeners, we basically, it's in the title, Unlikely Lookalikes, we try and get some quite obscure doppelgangers. First one up, our good loyal listener, Jordan Doyle. Not sure if this is an interracial one, an American and a, a Latino guy, but... Uh, well, if it is an interracial one, you'll be all over it, no doubt. Hence the reason you're leading with it. Go I, on. I'm going to say it is, yeah. Diego Costa and John C. Riley from Step Brothers and Will Ferrell's Partner in Crime. Certainly an interracial one. What did you think John C. Riley was, Mexican or something? <laughs> uh, who knows? I don't know his heritage. We'd have to look into that. We would indeed. Something there, yeah. Do you know what ones like that I like? Yeah. I, I can, uh, the, more, the more palatable than, as I say, Jenny Sack looking like Park Ji Sung and all that <laughs> nonsense. But Did you ever see that picture of Diego Costa at Anfield when he's getting brought off? And it's actually, it's it's my mate Adam Tubbs from St. Helens. I'm sure you've met him, lad. One of the St. Helens lads up at the Boar's Tubbsy. Head. 
Tubsy. Tubsy, yeah. I, I, I've, just, I've just literally gone out there on an absolute win. Just, just, that was just a, a total guess. I don't know Tubsy, no, but being from St. Alan's, that had to be his nickname, didn't it, Tubsy? He's brilliant. I thought you'd met him, Mike, but he's uh, he's such a character. I want to get him on the podcast as a guest. He's got such a crazy life. He's he's the godfather to gorgeous George's kids, you know, off Snatch. <laughs> We need to get him on, lad. I'm intrigued already. Yeah, yeah that come about? he's got all sorts of stories of being a, you know, he's a, he's a car salesman from St. Helens and he's he's over in LA at the launch parties in Madonna and Kelly Brooks' houses for Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some terrific stories. But there's a picture of Adam and Diego Costa coming off and he's fuming. Costa's absolutely fuming. Adam's stood up and said something and I think he said to him, come on. You big ugly cunt, come and sit by me when he's been brought off. <laughs> and he was fuming. Don't get me wrong, he got the last laugh that night, Costa Atletico knocked us out the Champions League. But I think we should Brilliant. get I think we should get Tubsy on down the line like that. I, I like the idea of some obscure guests as well, non famous guests to just have a crack with. I tell you, you you make a good point there though. These these woolly backs for want of a better word, like I've got I've got a great sense of humour, very different sense of humour to us scouts at times. And you just actually reminded me there while you were talking about Tubsy and his, his, his great sense of humour that he's got. And this this sort of follows on from the Biden's... Inaug- no, how do you pronounce it, lad? I'm struggling with that earlier. Inauguration. Inauguration, whatever, yeah, earlier on. Uh, J-Lo was on. Oh, yeah, seen J-Lo. They were roll, really rolling out the red carpet, weren't they, all the they stars? Were, yeah. Uh, just to go off on an absolute tangent for a second there, whenever I look at J-Lo now... She's in great nick, by the way. What is she, 50 odd? Oh, fantastic looking lady, yeah. Arguably better than ever, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'd say but so. But when I look at it, I don't look at that as so much initially. And I don't look at what, what a fine specimen of a woman she is. And, 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 and she's getting better with age. And a talent, I, a great dancer, by the way. Uh, you know, great voice. I thought her voice was great on point last night. Debatable. <laughs> well, my first thought that pops in my head is I used to work with a lad. Uh, I think he was from Warrington, one of my many call centre jobs. And I remember him, me and him were talking about Jennifer Lopez, must have been about 15 years ago. And he was uh, he was referring to it as a cock bin. Oh, Christ. So basically, so so I've never heard beforehand and since, I've never heard a woman's parts, vagina, whatever you want to call it, being referred to as a, as a, as a bin full of cocks. But you should have heard them. So I was talking about it, how fit she was. I mean, yeah, she's great, but she's an absolute cock bin. Oh I was like, what, what do you mean? He said, everyone's been up there. Everyone's had a go. She's an absolute cock bin, oh, mate. Oh, my God. I mean, what she had about, what she <laughs> had about five, she had about five partners, public partners, Diddy, Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> The little Spanish singer. Not according to this lad. I can't even remember his name, but he reckons everyone's had a go. Wow. And he was put off by it. As a result, yeah, I reckon she's a major cockpin. Whatever I- that means. I- I- I'm getting what it means, like, but yeah, can use the words. The irony of, of a lad throwing that shade at J-Lo and he's, uh, he's from Warrington, like. <laughs> she's an absolute cockpin, mate, honestly. Everyone's had a go. Highest teenage pregnancy in... Uh... In Europe, isn't it? I think. Halton and the, the surrounding areas. Is that Halton, is it? I don't know what Warrington is. I don't know what that falls under. But that's quite a push. I don't that. even think they you know. They haven't got much of an identity after you. But yeah, that was certainly one of the uh, the brighter moments in Warrington's history. Christ almighty. Hello to our Warrington listeners anyway. Jesus Christ. Is it? <laughs> really got... If there are any Warrington listeners, if you want to get in touch on the Instagram page and let us know whether that's such that, that's a thing in Warrington, Cockbin, whether that's uh, a saying. 
or whether he just just come up with it. But yeah, it was a uh, fantastic use of words. Anyway, so yeah, whenever I look at the uh, fine specimen of a lady that is Jennifer Lopez, the first thing that pops into my mind is she's an absolute cockpit, mate. Oh my god, what an outrageous so show! Let's fly yeah. through these then, Popey. Again, this sorry is... about that tangent there, no, Stephen. No, no, we've rolled off on a few today, and um, why not? Sometimes you've got to go down the alley. Conversational corridors, haven't you? Mike Skinner, this is from Liam Rowlands. Mike Skinner and remember Aspas who played for us, what's his first name? Iago, is it? Lago, Aspas. You used to have Aspas, didn't you? Or I... Nunes, you certainly had. Have you ever had Aspas? Never had that. Maybe with the Skinner, I could have Aspas. Tony Nunes, I used to get, yeah, when I had curly hair and a, and a shaved beard. <laughs> Mike Skinner and Aspas, that, that's a little bit closer for you to get on board with. Popey, pretty similar look alike. Yeah. I appreciate that, yeah, because, yeah, it's very, very good look like. But again, again, it's just, I'm not going to go on about this every week whenever we do the segment, but how unlikely is it? Do you know what I mean? That's I, where I think the sort of the segment needs refining a little bit. I think the unlikeliness from that comes from Mike Skinner looking like a top flight footballer, maybe with his uh, shit in a tray merchant diet and, and takeaways, I think. Uh, Maybe that's but then he's... again, that's not to do with lookalikes, that's, that's, that's to do with their, their respective professions, isn't it? So maybe you might want to rename it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, possibly. I don't know. Just, 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 just need to be a bit more polished, if you ask me. But, yeah, it's something there, definitely. Uh, Paul Crow said that Ramirez, I don't know if you've seen that documentary on Netflix, the serial killer Ramirez that's been doing the rounds. Oh, Richard Ramirez, yeah. Richard. And, and, and going back to your earlier question as well, I was thinking about releasing him, but I think he's been executed. <laughs> you don't want him back on the streets, Popey, do you? Surely not. The residents of LA certainly don't. <laughs> LAJ and Ozzy Osbourne be shaking in the boots listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Paul Crow, right, Ramirez, the bastard son of Inzaghi and Cavani. I thought that was quite a, quite a fun one. <laughs> he could certainly finish off like like them pair, couldn't he? I think. Not half, yeah. What about just Cavani as a straight like for like? Certainly as lethal as them, definitely. See what he's about it. We've got a triple threat wrestling one from Mark Griffiths, another loyal listener. Greg the Hammer Valentine, the old 80s and 90s wrestler, with Soccer AM's Tubes and the Ma from the Goonies. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Greg Valentine. Let's have a look. Have a little look at these, Popey. Qu- quite the effort gone in from Griff there. I, I like the uh, the commitment there from from Griffo, and he actually sent me a cut-up picture of it as well. Some serious dedication from our from our listeners. Uh, Greg Valentine, yeah, and old Tubes, and he's the other one, the man off the Goonies. Um, he was telling me about Tubes. I, I was messaging him back and doing a bit of digging on Tubes. He's not been in the best of states, by all accounts. He had a heart attack at about 30, by all accounts. He had a spiral, spiral and drink problem. Sounds like he's had... Tubes coming out of his nose for the for the last few years. By the, <laughs> the sound of you got wires going in, you got wires coming out of your skin. Yeah, the mum of the Goonies. Actually, I've actually just googled mum out of the Goonies. Google images. Yeah, and there's a, another unlikely lookalike there with uh, Louis Van Gaal. Oh wow! Yeah, I can see that. So we've got a four way player. I should claim that as my own, really, shouldn't I? Louis Van Gaal and the Ma from the Goonies. Wow, yes, we've got a four-way. That's fantastic, Popey. Actually, another one which has popped up here as well, James Arthur and... What's the fucking... Sloth. Sloth, yeah, and James Arthur, which is a bit... A bit arse to the Sloth, really, isn't it? Like, but <laughs> a bit unfair, like... So there you go. We'll throw that in the file. And the last one, um, I was watching 
Modern Family over the weekend. Not really one I've I've seen much of, but it was on and I had a little giggle off it. Do you watch that yourself, Popey? Be sick on. Well, you'll be you, you'll be you, yeah, you'll be unsurprised to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I do watch Modern Family. Yeah, and I've watched it in its entirety. But I never thought you'd sort of stoop to those levels. You'll be on the Kardashians next. It's, it's not well regarded as a as a good sitcom. No, I thought it was. It was quite up yeah, there. Yeah, you know you, yeah. You, it's, I thought it would have been too mainstream for you. You know what you're like. Uh, you know, I, I do like to go off the radar a little bit. But, the but little... you like to think you're highbrow, aren't you? So I'm surprised you don't think that's beneath you. Anyone who listens to this podcast would be quite surprised that I'm involved in anything highbrow, wouldn't he, I think, at the moment. <laughs> Listen to what we put out every week. But the little ginger gay guy, Mitch. This is one of mine, this Popey. Mitch, the little ginger gay guy. Wow. Okay. Mitch and uh, Spike Lee, the, the African American that is Spike Lee, New York Knicks fan, uh, famed film director. Yeah, there's something there, you know. Really? Is there? Is, is that one of yours? That's one of mine. Yeah. It's got it all, Popey. He's ginger. It's a white ginger gay guy with a with a African American guy, as you say. It's intergenerational. Ah, it's got a lot, this one. Really? You're not, you're not feeling it? Have you ever had a little surge? Yeah, I'm having a look. Yeah, I'm just... I don't know, Steve. I'm completely lost on this segment, as you know, but go on, I'll just... I'll appease you. Go on. That's the last, that's the last small batch this week, and yeah. Thank fuck for that. That's just done. And in your end, Popey, I forgot to wish you happy birthday on the intro. How did that go, lad? It's certainly one of my more memorable birthdays, but... For all the wrong reasons, really. Really? What happened? Yeah, so well, let's just summarise. It was on a Monday, for one, which is never great, let's be honest. And then you factor in it's on a Monday in lockdown as well, mm. which is a, a double whammy. Another year it's nearer to 40. Never good. Uh, no, not at all. And at the same time, creeping ever closer to, uh, to mortality. Worked for probably the first time I've ever done so on my birthday. I always make a point of having me my birthdays off. My birthday meal went to Chippy. It ended up being reheats, I think, from the night before. Um, yeah, and just to round it all off, no Elton John CD. So, <laughs> yeah, as I say, memorable, but not necessarily for the uh, for the right reasons. It got me thinking, stay no Elton John CD. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> when you and Peggy, <laughs> you and Peggy got me an Elton John CD and a Viagra for me thirtieth? <laughs> <laughs> Rocket man in every sense of the word, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. Fucking great. I do recall that. To be honest with you, Popey, we had Elton on here for you. We we were going through a couple of his old albums and uh, it was like your dad. It was like a tribute for <laughs> having your birthday. We had a couple of his old slowies on. I had to turn it off after about six songs. It was sending me under. I'd had so many losses over the weekend. It was really, oh. really dragging me down. Yeah. Fantastic. That's hilarious, that. Wow. <laughs> Popey's weak, yeah? Loads of Elton. <laughs> We know what to play at your funeral, don't we, Popey? Candle in the wind. Yes. Candle in the wind, I'd imagine. Very much so, yeah, if you don't mind, yeah. So uh, you've got it here, recorded. Yeah, if you want to help Louise and the family when my time comes, uh, yeah, be, be much appreciated, no doubt. <laughs> Obviously not by me. I'll be six foot under. <laughs> speaking, of few, speaking of deaths and funerals, a couple of additions to the death race. Any of our new listeners might have heard us mention at the front end there, talking about Joe Biden. We've been running a possibly a slightly distasteful celebrity death race. I don't know. It's no, too, no, no. It's it's quite. You can't have a laugh. 
it's yeah, tradition man. around here. There's been a couple of new additions. Popey, you mentioned in the intro. Who have you got for us? Yeah, one of our loyal listeners, Ian, Ian Ellis, uh, who's Louise's cousin, uh, listens every week. Big, big fan of the pod. Hello, Ian. Um, all right, he's put David Attenborough. Oh yeah. Forward. Uh, do you remember, Steve? I was, I was, I was undecided initially between Attenborough and. Tom Moore, but obviously giving me uh, disdain for for Tom Moore as, aye, aye. as well covered on this podcast. I had to go with him, but I, I, I can see the the angle with Attenborough. But at the same time, he's it's a national treasure, isn't he? So it's a, it's a brave a brave nomination at that, like putting him forward. Well, I'm gonna have I to. Think we'll have, I think we'll have a national day of morning, won't we? I'm gonna have to step in here. I'm gonna have to var it, flag on the play, however you want to call it. Attenborough's gone. Jay Pring, one of our um, loyalist listeners, he took him weeks ago. So Attenborough. He's off, the, he's off the menu. You'll have, have to go. <laughs> See, when you said he's gone, then I thought you meant he'd, he'd fucking snuffed it this morning. Like, my heart sank. <laughs> were, you, <laughs> were, were you getting ready you for just, I thought you broke it to everyone, yeah? He went, he, he's gone. Uh, I'm sorry, he's gone. I was like, fucking hell, has he, yeah? He's done well there, Ian. Great pick. I was getting ready to put candle in the wind on me. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh, no, he's gonna have to go elsewhere. Unfortunately, David Attenborough's gone. Yeah, he's 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 off the menu. Unfortunately, <laughs> I believe he's still. I've got to contest that you didn't announce it on the podcast. So no, he's for gone. Me, he's still up for grabs. No, he's didn't. gone. He's gone. Honestly, Jay Prings took him. I have I have announced it. Honestly, I ran through them recently. He's gone. So sorry, Ian. Thanks for your loyal listening and your uh, your interaction, but you're gonna have to pick someone else and. One of our good mates who doesn't listen to the podcast gets a mention a lot. Graham Wainwright, aka Ted Bundy. He's threw his name in the hat. Messaged me on WhatsApp, said, How do I get involved in this death race? Not interested in listening to the show. He's a boxing fan, not really interested in Sonny Edwards or, or anything. Just a death race he wanted to get involved with. And he's actually actually nominated probably our well, definitely our our youngest um, participant. Yeah, he's gone for Jordan's lad, Harvey Price. <laughs> God, for the first time since we've been doing this segment, lad, it has took a sinister turn. And who else other than our mate Graham Wainwright, aka Ted Bundy, to, to be the cause of that cynicism? He's the most morbid man in all. Horrible man. He said he was between him and Jimmy Carter, because Jimmy Carter wasn't at the inauguration. He's a, he's a twisted guy, isn't he? Do you know what he refers to uh, Harvey Price as to me whenever he mentions him to me? A predator. I don't know. I don't. This could be the biggest audience we get on this podcast, and this is where we're taking it. Yeah, this is what we've decided to do. Jesus. Oh yeah. Well, you got to go with it. You put it forward on behalf of Ted. So yeah, you got to stick with it. Yeah. <sighs> Harvey Price, it is. Harvey wow. Price, it is. The Price is Right. By the sound of things. For... <laughs> For Bundy, uh, more funeral talk. Should we get onto the solo tip of the weeks and get out of here, Popey? So you're on a rainy night in Soho. The wind was whistling all its show. Okay, so last week was it probably the worst tipping segment? Of our career so far on the podcast, Popey. Uh, I know I mentioned earlier it was my worst betting week financially for a good year or so. We were awful, Pope, weren't we? We took on the NFL and we 
absolutely hung the joints out. Well, to an extent, I'd like to take you back just a week prior, where at the start of the playoffs, we both named two teams to make it to the Super Bowl. I named the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Kansas City Chiefs, which is still very much on. So that gives me a little bit of credibility at least. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think, what did you do? The Steelers are new. Saints, was it? In all fairness, on the week before, I picked, there was five games and it was only the Steelers who let <clears> me down. I give you I give you the Colts on the handicap, the Rams on the handicap. I think it's the Bucks just to win and the Ravens just to win in Tennessee. So I I had four or five the week before, but it was all in an accumulator. I, I earned no money off it. It all come falling down with, with the Steelers. This week, four handicap bets I had, all losers. Had them tied into multiples. It was so symbolic. The injuries to Lamar Jackson, anyone who doesn't follow the NFL, the star quarterback, last season's MVP of the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, got wiped out with a concussion. Patrick Mahomes, the reigning Super Bowl MVP and a generational player, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, he got wiped out with a concussion. Yeah. So symbolic of our bets. We were <laughs> we were all over the shop, weren't we? Oh, no. That's Mac Wilson. He's down, Jim. Uh-oh. Oh, Jim. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. He is absolutely dizzy. Oh my gosh, Joe. Oh, see in his eyes. Needed the smell and salt Sunday night, mate. I was fucking goosed. Is that still a thing, do you reckon, smell and salts? We should have asked Sonny, shouldn't we, really? Mm, don't know that it's still a thing. It was, certainly used to be. But I don't know that it's, 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 it's outdated, I don't know. But um, just going back to Patrick Mahomes, obviously he's the biggest name in football. He signed a $500 million contract in the off-season. Mm. Reigning Super Bowl MVP. He's young as well. I think he's what this is only his third season, and everyone's saying he's on a trajectory to 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 possibly become the greatest player the game's ever seen. Obviously, he got withdrew from that game with concussion because yeah. there is a concussion protocol in place with the NFL. He's still, as we're speaking now, he's still in concussion protocol. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you think he'll play? Because the Chiefs getting to the second Super Bowl on the bounce. Completely hinges on the fact as to whether he'll be he'll be playing or not. Ultimately, uh, it's, it's tough to say, Pope, isn't it? I mean, to be still be in concussion protocol this late looks unlikely, doesn't it? And I think they will they will put the narrative and they will put the ratings to one side. I think this time round, I think they will shelf it, and if he's not fit to play, they won't play him. I don't want to sound like I'm pocket-talking here and I'm having a cry, but I am getting to a place. I know you spent a lot of our early lockdown podcasts talking about the San Francisco 49ers injuries week in, week out. It is starting to to impact my enjoyment, Popey. I feel like every couple of plays is an injury timeout, someone's stop. Uh, are we getting to a place where the athletes are getting, you know, there's too much technology? I mean, we had Sonny talking about Clem Brutarol and, and, you know, performance enhancing drugs there. Are these athletes getting too big, too fast, too strong to play this sport safely a little bit? I feel like the injuries are just through the roof at the moment. I thought that at the beginning of the season, I thought it was more so to do with the fact that they hadn't had the pre-season 
as to why there was there was so many catastrophic injuries and season ending season ending injuries so early on in the season mm. to some of the the highest profile players in the in the sport as well. The likes of Nick Bosa, reigning uh, defensive player of the year, yeah. uh, defensive rookie of the year. Sorry, uh, Saquon Barkley, obviously your boy at the Giants, oh. who's, who's arguably the best running back in the game. They 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 literally got lost the season ending injuries in the first couple of weeks and I thought that might have been more so to do with the fact there wasn't a pre-season but it's continued in the same vein throughout the season and into the playoffs and I think you might have a point there and it is it's frustrating as a punter like because arguably one of the best sports for me certainly to bet on anti-post is the NFL fantastic really good Yeah, you can't beat the red zone every Sunday can you no it's fantastic anti-post interest and using the 49ers, as you mentioned there, is a case in point, then it just my completely my enjoyment completely got lost four, five, six weeks in when they'd lost like fifteen starters, as mad as that sounds. And yeah, you can't sort of you can't compensate for that and you can't predict that. And ultimately you you you've you've just gotta if you fancy something anti post wise, you just gotta go in and, 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 and you've got to factor that in, the fact that you might lose some of your best players to, to catastrophic injuries, but it certainly seems to be worse this season than, than ever before. Mm, mm. Are players just <laughs> absolutely jacked up during lockdown behind closed doors or what? Have they come out like fucking genetic freaks or I don't know. I don't know what's behind it. I'll do some digging on the stats. I'll have a little look this week, Popey, over the weekend and see what the injury uh, how it compares to previous seasons because it does just seem nuts and and to lose Patrick Mahomes and to lose Lamar Jackson second to last week of the of the playoffs is it's just ridiculous isn't it it kind of sums up what the season's been about really that there has been a lot a lot of injuries and, and star names as you say just before we do pick some stuff for this weekend over to the basketball Steph Curry's flying and the Warriors aren't he on the positive side Again, done it last night, didn't he? Yeah, he, he won again last night, the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, he, he had efficient night. I think he got 26 points, but he's quite efficient. I think he was 11 of eleven shots made from 17. And yeah, I think he had 11 rebounds in there as well. And, and obviously, they won the Lakers, or they beat, sorry, the Lakers the night before. So In LA, Popey as well. That was, I was listening to Tony Kornheiser's podcast. That was the first time the Lakers have lost at home with a fourth quarter double digit lead in 284 games. So there's there's certainly there's a little bit of dog in these warriors, isn't there? As well as Steph's flair, I think it's coming good all around them as well. Draymond Green, him and Steph seem to have picked right back up where the uh, where they left off back at the uh, back at the peak. What do you think it's going to take for Steph Curry to get the MVP? Do you think? I think I think it'll be an absolute it'll be an absolute lock in if they finish top of the West. Yeah, yeah, that's a, uh, that's gonna be a I big think ask. That's a huge ask, exactly. Yeah. So would would second or third in the West when that wasn't really expected at the start of the season? Would that be enough with him being the main guy or not? Absolutely, Popey for me. Yeah, for me, if Steph Curry drags the Warriors from bottom in the West, weren't he last year, Pope? Mm, I know. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they had the injuries. If he drags them into the playoffs and he's got terrific numbers. I think he could be a shoo-in, Popey. What are the odds? Have you had a little look? We tipped them a couple of weeks ago at 16-1, to 1, wasn't it, Popey? Steph Curry, yeah. NBA MVP this season. <clears throat> Do you know what price he is general at the moment? General 8-1 still. General 8-9 as big as 11s, I think, is the biggest. But general 8-9 to 1. Like, so not, not a massive shift. Obviously, from when we put him up, there's been a shift. He's half the price. But since then, he's been pretty, pretty steady around about the 8-1 to one mark. Mm, OK, and let's get on then. Let's get on to future bets, Popey. Are you back on your sabbatical or have you have you got some future bets for us? 
I've got one. Pure and simple. Tampa Bay Bucks for the Super Bowl. I haven't checked for a couple of days, but beginning of the week, they were like 9-2, to two, which for me is absolute madness. Granted, they've got to go into Green Bay and win there. And then, I don't know whether you know this, you probably do, but the Super Bowl this year is in Tampa Bay. It is, yeah. So it's like a home game for them. So I yeah. think if they get there, the fact that it is a home for them, I think gives them a massive advantage. All right, there's not, not going to be a sellout crowd there, given the COVID restrictions in place. But I just think, yeah, that I know Drew Brees was massively under par at the weekend. I do get that. But I think going into the Saints and performing as well as they did on the defence, given that that's meant to be the sort of the weakest part of the team, it certainly fills me with a lot of confidence. I've been taken on... Green Bay Packers for, for the latter part of the season and then certainly last week as well. And I think if Aaron Donald would have been fully fit for the Rams, I think it might have been a, a different outcome. I do appreciate the weather, plays a factor. I don't think Huge. it will affect Tom Brady, given the fact that he's played in New England all his life. But maybe the other players, I'm not too sure. So I really, really fancy the Bucks against the Packers this weekend. And if they do win the NFC Championship, then the three to the Super Bowl at home. Uh, who better than Tom Brady, a quarterback? Granted, he could be playing Patrick Mahomes uh, as the opposing quarterback, but I think they're certainly the value pick at what they were for four to one nine to two. Don't know whether that's still the case or whether the price has come in or not, but still, I think even round about the seven to two mark, I think they're the uh, value pick for the Super Bowl. Yeah, when you factor in they've got home advantage if they do go into Green Bay and win. I can't see them going into Green Bay and win. There's no stock in my opinion at the moment after last week's horror show. As you say, home advantage. And you've got to remember, Tampa's in Florida. There's not many COVID restrictions in Florida at the moment. It'll be absolutely fucking jam-packed, that place, for the Super Bowl. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, we'll see, Popey. We'll see the weekend. I am going to go... I'm going to go anti-post. I think that's usually best when you've had a when you've had a bad week, isn't it? Is to load up the anti-post again. I've had a big chunk on Newcastle. Just absolute shit housery, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that I can't be able to... Gone into hiding. Yeah, exactly. You've got to, you've got to pick something down the line. And... Yeah therefore not be accountable for it That's or at it. least think you're not going to be accountable for it but I'll, I'll be sure to you'll be keeping remind an eye. you and the listeners when the time comes you'll be keeping an eye you'll be keeping an eye yeah New, uh, Newcastle to get relegated 5-2 to two, I've gone for I think they're the worst team in the league I think Fulham were unlucky against Man United there I think Fulham are a really decent little side you know I think they can play really good teams off the park at times and I know they've been a little bit dry at home goal wise but I think they've had a bit of a Covid breakout and they've had players out I think Fulham can put enough results together to catch up to the likes of Newcastle and I don't know where Newcastle win another game this season they look absolutely shot I think they're terrible the yard dogs they don't press they're not very good at countering even though they sit back they're a terrible team to watch the tune and I think I think they're gonna fall into trouble um Steve Bruce's job sounds like it's on the line on Saturday there's talk of Eddie Howe coming in to replace him which I find uh, uh, would be a mad move from Eddie Howe to jump right back into a relegation dogfight. He's more of a long-term sort the culture of a club out kind of guy, isn't he, Eddie? And get them playing over a long period yeah. of time. He's hardly a Dave Bassett kind of guy, is he? So yeah. I think even if they sack Brucey, I think he still could be in trouble. I don't know what sort of manager is going to get a tune out of them players who look completely gone at the game. So yeah, Newcastle to get relegated 5-2 to two, had a good... Good chunk on that. And here's a funny one for you, Popey. You're going to think I'm the most hypocritical man on the planet for this one. I've actually I do ba- anyway. Go on. <laughs> for... Mr. COVID, go on. <laughs> I've actually backed Fabinho, player of the year, at 80-1. to 1. <laughs> 
80. 80 to 1, lad, yeah. Um, I've been I'm, very... I'm, see, I'm, I'm following you then, lad. I'm going to have a bit of that. He's certainly Liverpool's player of the year thus far. Yeah. When you factor in, he's playing out of position. He must have had five or six partners at the back. Yeah. Which is disruptive anyway. And just week in, week out, he's arguably our best player on the pitch, lad. He looks so assured. I think you said... Well, did you compare him to like a couple of months ago at the back? Like Maldini, yeah, it was like it was like Brazy, wasn't it? Him and massive when they get a goal, and they look like they've played with each other for for ten years. But whoever he's playing with, Fabinho, you can slot anyone in next to him. He's fantastic. I think he's Van Dijk's starting partner when Van Virgil comes back. I think Gomez is going to have quite a job to get back in there and. I just feel if we go on a run, I feel like we're out to nine to two, five to one in some places for the league now. I think that's a great each way bet, really, when you're getting two places of shots or not. And but if we get a run together, if we can steady the ship and get back in the title hunt and, and eventually win the league, I think all the credit will go to Fabinho for, for holding us together at the back. And eighty to one is huge, isn't it? Mm. I like that lad, yeah, I'll I'll follow you in on that one. Just going back to the Newcastle one. Would you advise to put that in a multi of any sort, or are you just backing it as a single? I've gone on a single, but yeah, I, I just think it's a really good future bet. If you if you think the same about Newcastle, you think they're a bit of a, a terrible outfit at the moment. Put it in with some other picks, maybe, and get yourself some long term interest. You know, some good value. Do a lucky fifteen, maybe. Do a Yankee. Throw a couple of. Maybe, you know, like a Super Bowl pick in if you like fancy something for the Super Bowl. Cross There you go, Tampa Bay Bucks. There you go. For the Super Bowl, 9 to 2, they are with Skybet and Unibet. And uh, double it up. Yeah. With, yeah, he's got to head like a beach ball. <laughs> for relegation. Happy days. Blue. Happy days, yeah, yeah. We'll take that. We'll take that. And just one last thing before we go. Sonny, I know, give us an accumulator there, didn't he, to put on, told me to put it on. Well, who, I told you, really. Who was it? You did, yeah. It was Anthony Joshua, Tiafimo Lopez, Tank Davis, Tank. and Terence Crawford against Errol Spence. What I've decided, just thinking about it there as the show's gone on, I'll stand the bet. I'll stand the bet rather than put it on. So if that if that comes in, I'll donate the 1000 to Shelter. I'll stand the bet. Yeah, okay, yeah, shit house, but yeah, go on. Why is that shit house? That's, uh, that's, that's more fun, isn't it, surely? Isn't that more risk? <laughs> I'm risking a grand rather than a hundred quid. And there's just... Yeah, fair enough. I know what he's saying there, Sonny, but I, I, I can't have anti-Joshua. Joshua against Fiori, nah, exactly. Hence the reason he's standing it, yeah. I can't have it. So we'll see how it goes. But thanks again to Sonny. Thanks again to Sean Powell for last week. He was hilarious with his, uh, his Merseyside derby takes and whatnot. But Incredible. Has... Sean Powell, yeah. We, we haven't really touched on that, have we? He was, uh, yeah, puts us to shame, really. Just just literally a laugh a minute, really, weren't it? Just... And it yeah, so to both guests, massive thanks and... I'd like to get them both on again in the future if they, uh, if they can be asked to do so. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We'll be following both careers closely, won't we, Popey? I think, yeah. Big Sonny fans after that interview. Where anyway, love his style. And as I say, yeah, hopefully he gets that, that world title fight sooner rather than later, eh? You're not going to like this, Steve. You know what it reminds me of? Go on. In terms of his boxing style, stylistically at least. Billy Joe Saunders. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can get on board with that. I think he's a bit little, he's like a little Tyson Fury as well, really, which, you know... Kind of similar stable, isn't it? Yeah. Kind Talented of, boy. Very really, good. Really good to watch, yeah. Okay, Popey, enjoy your NFL. I can't see Brady doing it in the snow up there. but We will see, my friend, yeah. And I'll actually be watching that one because that's the, the early game on the Sunday. Okay. So we'll, ju- have a, we'll have a little bit of an exchange throughout, no I, doubt. I'll jump on the text with you. We'll have a little go. All right, Popey, you take it easy, lad. Yeah, same to you. Good luck with the edit, lad. Yeah, it's going to be a whopper. See you soon. <laughs> see you, bud. It's an army. Sloping on the road, feel like I'm old. Oh, oh, oh. I'm blowed at my grip on.
My face, face, face him. You face, face him. Yeah, yeah sex, sex with him. Sports Social Podcast Network.